You are listening to the Chomp Cast, the official podcast of Swordchomp and Swordchomp.com. We know life is precious and your time is valuable. So thank you for making our show part of your day. Hopefully we can return the favor by enhancing the grind of life just a little bit. You know, the Chomp Cast gives you double life experience points. Every show is streaming and downloadable at Swordchomp.com and of course iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher any major podcast outlet out there. Thank you for that, Josh. Uh, head on over and give us a kind five-star rating. Um, <laughs> what in the fuck is that? Oh, keep that. Well, we have to. <laughs> what in the fuck? Well, okay, who's watching the porn? Um, somebody had porn ready just to fuck me up. That's uh, yeah. impressive. Sorry, I'm on the phone. Ay, 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 ay. Mom, turn your computer off. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Mom just makes some kinky shit. Uh, Sounded pretty vanilla to me. All right, well... Um, yeah, every major podcast outlet, and uh, that's what we were talking about, podcasts. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes, um, and you can help support the show if you go to patreon.com slash swordchomp, or you can become a VIP chomper. I'll talk a bit more about that later, but you know, if you love a lot of the uh, crowdfunded podcasts out there from Kind of Funny to you know Collins Last Stand and all that kind of stuff... We, we meet a lot of chompers out there that um, support us as well on Patreon.com, so you should check it out. We have an amazing show today. Uh, <laughs> not quite taking the, the turn I thought it was going to, um, but wow, we have a show. You know, I have a couple quotes here to start things off. Hard people make hard times. I've seen the meanness of humans, so I don't know why God ain't put out the sun and gone away. Can we What's get a take pr- without the accent? <laughs> no, it's important. It's important. If you're, you can't, you can't read the accent in the text. Way. Yeah, it is. Um, what's the bravest thing you ever did? He spat in the road, a bloody phlegm. Getting up this morning, he said. Just remember that the things you put in your head are there forever. You might want to think about that. What what is that? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Turn turn off the porn, Jay. <laughs> we really lost our momentum there. <laughs> I looked up sex sounds on YouTube. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, from the top. What the fuck <sighs> is happening even? I mean, it was fine the first time, but I mean, the second time, you're killing me here. I know, right? Um, I don't even know anymore. You got in there, you on. got it done. 30 seconds, like always. Uh, art that leaves images in our brains that we may never be able to erase. We have our first impressions of the new dark masterwork from Naughty Dog, The Last of Us 2. You may have heard of that one before. Maybe. Uh, speaking of dark worlds, can you imagine a bleak dystopian society where humans would capture adorable little creatures that live in the wild and force them to live inside tiny little ball-like prisons for their entire life? 
Oh wait, that's that's just Pokemon. That's right. We have our early impre- impressions of I- the Island of Armor uh, from Rich and a brief topic of the show this week as we break down the Pokemon Direct and most importantly, Pokemon Snap. Finally, 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 we had to talk about it. We had to talk about it. Um, we ask our Instagram audience about the PS5 announcement in the form of some hilarious polls, and we give them an opportunity to uh, tell me to go to hell. Um, so that's one opportunity that I hope they took advantage of. Uh, it's going to be one of the biggest shows of the year for sure. I mean, Pokemon, The Last of Us, PlayStation 5, what more could you want? Uh, apparently sex sounds as well. So uh, let's get to some intros. It's got it all. You know, sex sells. What can they say? Um, yes, yeah, sorry. I'm a little, my, my whole momentum is Rich is here from New York. Uh, the Rich Meister. Um, you can find him streaming Persona often on the Sword Chomp Twitch. It's true. Everything he's saying is true. And for the younger members of Chomp Nation, uh, if you need advice on high school dating, you've been crushing it since what, 2006? Is that when Persona 3? <laughs> That's when Persona oh, 3 dropped. Okay, right? I was really confused for a minute. I was like, <laughs> what are you, the fuck are you talking about? Uh, yeah, Mitsuru Senpai and I, we really, we really hit it off. Then they came out with the female pro tag, and <clears throat> Shinjiro and I had a thing. It was a pretty crazy times. Mm. Dude, that was back in the day when I could shoot myself in the head to summon personas. This is the good old days of personas, man. What happened? What happened? Um Persona 4 is a better game. So uh, that's probably true. That's but, definitely true. But Persona 3 put Three's it on still the map. Great. 3 Three's... put Persona on the map in the no, states. No, I would say per- 5 put it on the map in the states. <laughs> really? You think so? Uh, Cuz I remember that was uh, GameSpot's four... uh, RPG of the year. That's just the one Josh turning me on to was three well well, i can tell you four is what garnered attention five is what really broke it into the states three is what started the formula they now have three was the big shift in the series okay well look i'm no persona uh historian so what do i know yeah the first two were closer to the original just all the rest of the shin megami tensei games they were first person Um, dungeon crawlers yeah they were they were very similar to the rest of the the series as a whole and and three kind of made it its own franchise instead of just a spinoff. Yeah. Well, four yeah. four golden was the first time they dropped Shin Megami Tensei from the title. Um. Also, three is I believe the first time Igor like in the first two games Igor as a character. There's another character he answers to, a a literal like godlike being that is basically all absent from three, four, and five. And I just wonder if he still exists. I wonder if that's still a thing. Catch them more on uh, Rich's upcoming All Persona All the Time podcast. So, oops, just All Persona. Add- That's exactly <laughs> what I was just gonna say, Rich. Added By to the way, the Rich, list. are you wearing a Magic the Gathering hat? I am. I thought so. I have a, a Red bunch Mana of these hats your, all for for your... different for different elements. Did you say it's a hat like or it. a uh, beanie? It's. Uh, I think it. It's both. Huh? Is a, is a beanie a hat? No, you can't be. You can't be both. You can't be. I don't both. know, but it's definitely a sandwich. All hats are beanies. <laughs> no, no, no. All beanies are hats, but not all hats are beanies. There mm. you go. You got there. You got there. Mm, interesting. I think that's probably fair. Um, 
Shay Layton joined us from Japan again. Thanks for being here, Rich. Uh, the professor uh, trying to throw me off with all sorts of sex sounds. Um, was what? What was the inspiration I thought, for? I thought of anything. Sex. I thought if anything, you'd be in your element. If that, if I did that. I mean the the thirsty messages that we receive weekly. I thought that like if anybody could thrive in that environment, it would be Morgan E Pluribus Barnes. Yeah, well, I mean, I think they were kind of on a lag and like kind of in the background. So I was just at first I thought I was like hearing things. I'm like, what? You know, like I don't really have neighbors. It was like I hear my neighbors fuck. I'm just like, what is that sound? Where's that coming from? And I, you know, just it was kind of threw me off in that regard. But you're right. You're right. It would put me in. A, I'm sorry. I just had. I could, as you were saying, God, everything is going wrong simultaneously. My, uh, I heard my daughter and my wife were having some sort of tussle downstairs. So tussle. Hey. That, that, okay, that has to be very confusing then. Like hearing those sounds while hearing your wife and daughter just really argue. confusing you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're, no, they're, they were just there was just a lot going on. There's just a lot going on right now. I'm like, uh, it's yeah. it's hard when you hear that kind of. Don't know if you're stuff, coming or so. going. Yeah, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I hate that I loved that shitty pun. (laughs) It was really good. It was good. Uh, It was good. I did. I was credit where credit is due. Um, I have a funny thing that I want to play for you, Shay, in a moment, but uh, I have to introduce Josh to to really set this up a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Joshua Fowler, of course, joins us from Michigan. Josh, this I it's funny, not in the context of what happened today, which we can explain a little bit. Um, but I, in, in honor of today's show, I actually was digging around yesterday uh, for a good while just so I could find find this for you, um, which I thought, which is just unfortunate. Uh, and then the game I was most excited about this three three is The Last of Us two. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Just they did such a good job with that trailer. Just you know, just the story telling in that trailer from a few lines of dialogue was just so good. I can't wait to see everything else that's going on in the rest of that game. (laughs) Genuinely moved me more than I thought it was. Good choice. No cyberpunk on your list? Nope. 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 Not even a little bit. They didn't show us anything. They showed so <laughs> I, uh, How was that, was that E3 right last now? year? Uh, no, that that was unfortunately, yeah, E3 2018. Mm-hmm. That's how long 2018, it's been. 2018, fuck. We didn't have an E3 What happened last year? year? <laughs> it's been in shambles. Are we all certain that 2019 isn't a myth? Don't 2019 happen? Maybe we are still in 2019 right now. Maybe we just I'm not 100% left. sure I lived through it. Yeah, well, that, fine. I'm a ghost. I admit it. <laughs> <laughs> get it. Uh, get it out in the open. Um, if no, you're that's... a ghost, where's fish? Mm. He killed mm. me. That is a uh, that is run? ironic, considering Josh has been having troubles um, getting his getting <sighs> that game to run, yeah. which is just weird. I was just gonna say that, like he said, I'm so excited to see what they do with the story, <laughs> and he hasn't even been able to see what happens because <laughs> now he'll never game won't know. Even start. Now I'll, yeah, well, I'll know whenever the PS5 version comes out. So 
Launch day. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Either no, that I, or, I, I'll, or I'll make I, it a $360 game and just get a PS4 Pro, which is a horrible, horrible decision, but may end up happening. I haven't. Well, I was going to say, I, I just, out of curiosity, I did a poll on our Instagram a couple hours ago to see if anyone else had had that issue and it was coming back. No. Yeah. With a bunch of people filling up my inbox. So who knows? Who knows what's going on with your PS4? I've had those kind of weird bad luck things where you just don't know what's going it's on. Bizarre. But it's bizarre. Like, like, I'd been playing games all day yesterday, all day today. I was going back through, uh, I mentioned this to Rich uh, earlier, but I was I was going through, when we were doing our spoiler show, I, I started another playthrough of The Last of Us. And so I went through and finished that playthrough and then finished the DLC. Um, just like, in quick succession, last night and then this morning, and I was going to hop right into part two. And uh, it gave me an overheating message in the menu as soon as you start the game. Yeah. Fucking... I mean, yes, it's it's a game that's causing you know people's PS4 Pros to turn into jet engines. You've heard that joke probably to the point of annoyance now on the internet but it's weird that you're Which going so i'm sorry man that sucks J- josh uh like i was saying to josh before we even started my pro i've been i'm maybe like an hour and a half hour 45 into it my pro has been quiet as a mouse all the way through you know mine mine too and i don't know i don't know why i feel like if i got on the internet and told people that they'd be like what why is yours quiet mine's loud you know so i just i'm just like eh, i'm just gonna keep that to myself you're like well maybe you should take better care of your stuff <laughs> yeah, Josh. Have you ever heard of a duster, Josh? Come on. I actually yeah, keep I have. Actually, I'm, of dust. I'm currently waiting on shipping for a uh, security Torx nine screw driver, so I can uh, mm. actually get to the fan. Because you can only get to the hard drive bay without a security screwdriver, which uh, oh, is frustrating. Okay. Because, like, I've got the right screwdriver, but not the security version, so I could either try to drill a hole in my screwdriver, which is, that's a, that's a, that's a terrible idea, or I could just, you know, wait for shipping for another screw, screwdriver to get here so I can actually clean out that fan. And who knows if that's going to be the problem, because, honestly, yeah, it's impossible to if say, it's yeah. dying in the menu... I don't know how much dusting is going <laughs> yeah, to help. It's not even, it's, yeah, it's not like you're like... <laughs> Unless well, there's just... literally solidified dust, like stopping your fans, yeah, from starting some from up. turning at all. Like that's like the only situation I could see it happening. Mm-hmm. But but even then, it was running other games just fine. Did I tell you that story about before. my my so. weird PC fan thing? I was cleaning out hmm. my PC the other day, and one of the fan blades uh, is just broken off, but I can't find the blade. Aha! Yeah. What? So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I ordered a new fan uh, because, I mean, there's, there's like six fans in my PC, but I ordered a new one to just, I want to slide a new one into where that one is. And hopefully when I remove that fan, I'll be able to find the missing yeah. blade. Yeah, it might be it's like. it's got to be in the case somewhere. It's probably in the fan still, if I had to guess. Like That's probably my just wedged guess. in a, like a corner somewhere, but that that's still bizarre. It's strange. Yeah. Do you guys really get off on like your your P- PC building and stuff? Because I know when I talk to like the PC uh, nerds of Swordchomp, they like really get off on like building their PCs and like making them light up and you know jerking off on them and all uh, that kind of stuff. I don't... Mine doesn't light up or anything like that. Actually, mm. my last the motherboard and 
a lot of the components I just got in my last build do light up, and I've not mm-hmm. changed any of the default settings, which makes my PC looks ridiculous because I've got like eight different color LEDs in there from the different components over the years. It's kind of fun though, and they've all so it's got, like a rainbow. <laughs> yeah, like they've all got customizable colors, but I've not given a shit enough to go in and actually change any of them. Um, so I'm I'm kind of the opposite there. As but far aesthetic, as, Josh, you got to get on your aesthetic. I mean, well, it, like it's I, worth. I got those versions because they were like on sale. They were ending up cheaper than like the non-lit versions. Like, so I'm like, I don't want LEDs on my fans, but right now they're cheaper, so we'll 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 get those. And... Yeah, I don't have LEDs on my fans or anything. Like my motherboard and stuff lights up normally, and I do have one of those cases where the side is a big glass window, so you can see all of my components. Yeah. So it's designed to like see, but all I can really see is my my GTX and my my motherboard lighting up. But they're like standard. Yeah. Like my graphics card just lights up. You know, like. Yeah. white like it's supposed to it's like the, impossible to get a graphics card that doesn't have lights on it anymore it's ridiculous yeah well specifically any graphics card that is a gaming graphics card is going to yeah. like i got a 1080 in there and that baby is like when i say lights up like that baby that thing is fucking bright and mm-hmm. i can't imagine like putting that in a pc where there's just no way to see inside and you're like it's just glowing in there for no one <laughs> for no for mm-hmm. you it's like it's like if no one can see it is it really glowing it's a uh, Schrodinger's uh, graphics card. Just yep. a metaphor for how you can snuff out someone's joy um, in the darkness if no one can see it. Take that. I'm not sure what you mean, but I'll I'll let you keep going. So, you know, a lot of last stuff's going on here. Um, no, this is my funny thing. Still I doesn't make any just... sense. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> this is my funny thing I was gonna play for uh, Shay that I just thought was funny. I didn't make a top five. I'm not really interested enough in any of the games to have made a list. I'm just kidding. Uh, number five was Death Stranding. I'm actually. getting better at knowing when Shay's trying to pull, my, pull the rug out from under. Good. I, 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 I can sense it. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm glad, I'm glad you caught that one. No, uh, Death Stranding was number five for me. Um, I was surprised at how much I was interested in the game, especially when watching that first reveal trailer. I was like, wow, this game actually looks pretty awesome. I want that blew my mind. I was like, whoa, whoa, Shay was so young and full of hope. Where did that come from? He didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I was like, that initial, like, look, to this day, I will, full disclosure, admit that, be, like, reveal trailer was fucking amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And if that reveal trailer was what the game ended up being, I would have totally been on board with that game. But that's not what the game was. At all. Did you think it was going to be more of like an action game or something like that at the time? Like, I thought it was going to be more like a horror suspense action type of thing. Yeah, for sure. Because like, that's what it seems like. That reveal trailer, that's what it felt like to me. Like the, the, when you're watching that reveal trailer and you see Norman Reedus and that guy and that guy's just killed yeah. by this well, I mean, unseen it is that force. Shay. And, it is that Shay. You just, you have to meet your quota first. Yeah, yeah, it's got horror suspense in action, but you also have to. <laughs> if you become <laughs> if you become the UPS delivery uh, driver of the month, then you get some horror suspense in action. Yeah, but I will say I mirror your thoughts on that Shay. Like I was so hopeful for that game and just was very disappointed by it. I just thought yeah. that was funny. Yeah, you no, know, it is. Fu- it is funny. Yeah, because I like I told you this as much shit as I've given you for it. Like in jest, I really did want to like that game. I did, and just. 
everything like I said, I don't need to repeat it. Everything I've saw, everything I saw, everything I watched, um, both on YouTube and stream, and then what little I played of it. Granted, I should have played more of it. Um, just completely rubbed me the wrong way, and I was like, this is not the game that I was hoping for or I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not interested in what the game actually is, unfortunately. I still think I'm hey, the strangest been... case out there at all. I actually think the gameplay is good. It's just they're all the story bits. Well, I think we're kind of in the same spot there, Josh. Mm. I even said, I'm like, I find something cathartic about the delivery process of yeah. it, but then, like, you start weaving in this story that's forcing you to take it super seriously, and I just groan at it. Yeah, right. but yeah, the Final Fantasy VII story didn't make your own. All right, no, we don't have time to do no, this today, great. kids. Let's get back on track. Uh, we're <laughs> going to talk about Pokemon today. Um, so there was a Pokemon Direct, by the way. I'm General Mountain Time, Morgan here from Montana. And before we get to any sort of Last of Us uh, pre-talk, I know that's all anyone wants to talk about now on the internet, but we need to talk about Pokemon Snap. Um, it's important. Uh, but look, I know there's some other shit that they did at the Pokemon Cafe and all this. Who cares? Who fucking cares? The only thing anyone cares about is Pokemon goddamn Snap. Okay, that's not true. I know you guys are going to yell at me. Well, Pokemon Cafe is a nice little puzzle game. Okay, fine, Rich. You wait, you raise your hand. Go ahead. What are you oh, trying I to don't say? actually care about that. <laughs> <laughs> I care about the one where you brush your teeth. It's... <laughs> no, I'm serious. I think that's a neat, like, inventive thing. Like, they you know. made a game that's going to help kids build healthy habits. That's smart. It's neat. Yep. They tried to convince everyone to go for a walk a few years back. I don't see why they couldn't try to Remember take a that? crack that at was... brushing people's teeth. <laughs> that was fucking insane. <laughs> we were going they... to parks and shit. Like, mm -hmm. what? Oh, did you know, you know, weirdly enough, I used to fight about Mega Evolutions on this show. They actually just added Mega Evolutions to Pokemon Go, which is just weird to me. Mm -hmm. uh, so they are still yeah. reinforcing that, was, that in the canon. That really was a strange games, time in the world. Just weird. I when remember Pokemon Go roamed the earth. You, well, was, you know, you, you went you went to McDonald's and it wasn't just <laughs> it wasn't just as an indirect means of suicide. Yeah, it wasn't just because you had a shitty day at work and you were on your way home to get drunk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I I specifically remember that summer as like even my friends who didn't play video games would be texting me things like hey let's go to the park and there's a Bulbasaur nest there and I'm like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> yep good times no I have nothing but some of the best memories of during that first week or so um, and also some of the worst memories because my app would not load that game half the fucking time because it was trash. Also, so. I walked a lot during that period, and I have specific memories of a day <laughs> walking with a, a large group of people and some high school children in a car drove by us late at night and yelled, I guess thought we were younger than them despite being almost 30, and were like, shouldn't you be in bed? And I was yelled back, yes, but not for the reason you think. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, anyways, yeah, no, in all seriousness, if, if this for the sake of foreplay here, um, and I'm going to bring in some uh, comments. We Did got someone say foreplay? Play. I'm just kidding. I won't, oh, play, that. I was, I was, I won't play that again. I won't play it again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, that would have been, I was ready to go that time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, if, if he did just That's say foreplay, said. then you should, uh, play those sounds again in about 45 minutes. Foreplay. Yes. Nice. That's a play at four. That's a long time. Jesus, forty-five minutes. Yeah, he, uh, he meant seconds. He was talking about your foreplay. <laughs> I was gonna say seconds would have been funny. Josh, was, did you mess up that joke? Hmm? Was that no? Did you mean 
No, he didn't no, mess I was it up. Just he talking said, about myself having a quickie. He was giving you some perspective. Oh, right. You're oh, saying okay. like bragging. you know gotcha, the gotcha. No, like the 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 <laughs> average woman would ideally want that 45 minutes of foreplay, something that you've probably never done before, <laughs> which should consider doing. I'm pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> and not just Morgan, not just Morgan, but anyone here who's listening. If you want to keep your significant other pleased, uh, probably predominantly women. I'm I'm not going to speak for anyone else, but. Um, Take some time in the bedroom. I promise it's fun. And you get I got uh, shit to, do tomorrow. to be more acquainted with your partner on a deeper level. Whoever that may be. Foreplay. PSA. When you hear your family. Today's episode of the Chopcast is brought to you by Olive Garden. Olive Garden. When you're mm-hmm. here, your family. That's incestuous. I was going to say Olive Garden. Um, when you have 45 <laughs> minutes to spare, spend it in the bedroom. Mm. With your the family, amount of time apparently. really isn't what's you know the impediment stopping Morgan from having a deeper connection. <laughs> I just I just I'll just get bored. Um, anyways, Work let's uh, let's get back on track here. Making. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah yeah. Pokemon's... I do like one thing one thing to Morgan's credit, and then then we can get back on track. Sorry, you, you opened the Pandora's box for me. It's actually, fine, it's fine. It's like. Morgan, I know you're cool with this conversation. It's like, you guys remember when we were 16, not just men, but people in general, and just the amount of time they'd be willing to make out with each other and like just be there like two hours of just kissing each other. And Mm. then you're like, oh, maybe this is going to go somewhere. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But I like I have two hours to spare. I have nothing else to do. Let's just make out until our mouths are dry. You guys remember those days? That, those were actually fun days. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, kissing was fun when you hadn't had sex before, for sure. And you'd have to like go do it outside somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like having sex... Yeah, exactly. It, kissing was like the greatest thing in the world for a couple of years there. It was. Like, you couldn't stop... You couldn't stop us from doing it anywhere like not again not us as in the four of us but anyone is like yeah. hey there's a water park let's know it's the there. four of us who's uh, <laughs> no, each other, yes. four of us. you couldn't yeah. stop us we're <laughs> just making out everywhere i didn't know any of you at 16 at but you couldn't stop me from kissing all three of these guys <laughs> i really a time I, machine you know Give me. i still really enjoy kissing for about 30 seconds and then i'm just like let's go <laughs> no i just want to go to bed <laughs> wow <laughs> you brave soul you it's about my yeah. My wife hates it. Your wife's but, very um, lucky. <laughs> Plus, hey, she chose to spend her life with me. That's a terrible decision she made. Um, anyways, Pokemon Snap released, and uh, as I tweeted out the other day, yeah, if you're not excited about this game, you're fucking dead to me. Uh, and then some people said that they were dead. You know, they did become dead to me, which was unfortunate. Um, they they are now dead to me. There are people that I got some funny comments to read here because there are some people that don't quite get it. And look, I'm going to tell you straight up: I haven't played the game in forever. It might not hold up. I don't fucking know. Oh, I played it recently. It fucking holds up, though. I have a strong feeling hmm. that there are some younger folks who mm-hmm. would posit that this game is boring, and to mm-hmm. them. I say fuck off. Uh, well, <laughs> yes, you can say fuck off. You can say you're dead to me. You can say all of those things. You can actually also go to patreon.com slash if you want to support us. Um, and you don't want to fuck off. But no, you're, you're rich. I think you're right. I got some things here. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> here we go. 
Um, failed everything said. Hopefully they advanced it a little. Don't get me wrong. Still going to be awesome. We've just had many iterations of uh, ways to take pictures of Pokemon since the original Pokemon Snap. Well, it's not really the same when you take pictures in the game, though. You no, know what this I mean? Is a, like, and the fidelity of this. Can I say, I hope uh, Pokemon Snap stations come back. Like, I hope they put them in front of, like, 7 Elevens or something. No, that, you, you're and living that in a dream. You can get, world. like, a unique code. You can go to, uh-huh. like, this, this kiosk and print out some photos of the Pokemon. That's a beautiful dystopian universe, but that could never. You know, that's. Why could that never happen? They're going to put switches up in kiosks? That's Nobody said anything thing. about switches. I said a kiosk. Like, you okay. didn't take your N64 to Blockbuster. Well, yeah, but wasn't it was an N64 kiosk, though. So what are you going to do, set up a switch kiosk? No, you set up a kiosk that prints photos. The game gives they you could a just have code. Them, uh, they could have them print off of a uh, QR code. Oh, I thought you were talking about the kiosk that you play the yeah. games from. I'm sorry. You're no, talking no, about just I'm the printing. I'm talking about the Pokemon Snap stations. Oh, okay, okay. No, you, weird. Okay, well, can you break that down a little bit for people that don't know what the fuck you're talking about? Back in the Pokemon Snap's heyday, you would go to your local Blockbuster, and uh-huh. they had a big kiosk there called the Snap Station. <laughs> and you could take the memory from your N64 with you to Blockbuster and plug it into the machine, and it would print you photos that you took in Pokemon Snap. Oh. I almost bought one of these things on eBay once. And you can frame it. That- there you go. I can f- that sounds like an excellent purchase. Yeah, it was. I was so drunk. Uh, <laughs> I was talked out of it uh, by my significant other at the time, mm. who said, "Where are we going to put that?" And I said, "I'm leaving you." <laughs> <laughs> significant other at the time put an end to that shit. Um, some there's some there's some skeptics here, like uh, the gaming god said it's a cash grab. Um, which surprised me. From all me, those uh, rich millennials with their student loan debt. <laughs> the, As opposed to all those other games where they're just in it for the art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Jake and Ween said, didn't get the hype then, don't get it now. Avid Pokemon fan. Okay. Uh, oh, Abe3002 said, eh, I'm a game photographer and I feel like it's kind of boring. Whoa, whoa. Okay, now we got these video game virtual photography people, which I love and respect. That's a big thing now, virtual photography, that think this is some sort of like childish sham. Now, let me tell you, Abe, all right? I think that there'll be a new audience of people that will be able to appreciate it, but the issue is that it just looks so... The art direction, you know, obviously um, is not the best, but I think it's good that it distinguishes itself from the regular games. Like, they could have made it look like the regular games, which are, like, cel-shaded and beautiful, and that would have probably been better. But at least this kind of gives it its own identity. I don't know, how, do, how do you guys feel about the way this looks? Have you seen the Pokemon? They kind of have that, like, smooth, shiny, almost, like, gelatinous kind of look to them. I think it looks good. I don't know that I'd say any of what you just said about it. Um, <laughs> gelatinous? <laughs> Did you ever uh, see, like, gelatinous? N- Have you no. seen those slimy new putrid Pokemon? It's just, it's high fidelity. It's HD. Like, it, it looks really good. It looks crisp. The environments look amazing. The water looks good. What did I just live through? Tell me. I don't know. Gel- okay, gelatinous is probably wrong, Existence. but I just... It's no, it's just... definitely wrong. It's just like very. It's very different than the the core games that have that nice feel of the anime. This uh, this kind of reminds me of like those Pokemon cards you would see where they would do like those weird like CG of the Pokemon. You're like, yeah, that looks kind of weird. You yeah, know? They, they don't have an outline shader on this one. I mean, okay. yeah, this is a game about taking pictures, so you want the Pokemon to look as good as they can. Uh, I don't know. You disagree with that take? I. I but I just would rather it look not, more consistent look with the animation. Not gelatinous. 
So you, you don't like the look of do you? How do you feel about the look of the Pokemon games? I feel like they're fine, but these obviously look. Aren't you normally the guy who's out here dying for everything to look like it runs on a goddamn ten thousand dollar PC? That yeah. that's not this look to me at all. No, but I will. I don't think it looks bad. Like like I said, I think that it's okay that it has its own identity. It doesn't look. I think like it the, looks better than like Sword and Shield. Wow. Okay. Because it absolutely does. It does absolutely look better than that. And I think what? one of the big one of the biggest travesties of the trailer, like through all of it, was basically like, oh, it's on only on Switch, which means we're not going to be able to get this in VR, because this as a VR game would be amazing. Um, well listen. The, the, I'm the listening. Switch has a piece of cardboard you can put it in. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. tell me more. It's really bad and it only comes in a ninety dollar okay. kit. Are you interested? <laughs> Wow. I mean, say no more. Say no more. We'll get that ordered for you right away. You can put it on the company. Honestly, I'm still excited. Oh, okay. doesn't, doesn't, my personal thoughts in the art direction don't dull my excitement for it. I just, yeah, I'm not with you guys on, on that part of it. But um, I, like, I like the look of the anime. I like the look of the games. I think the, the cartoon look is, is the way to go. But I, I, th- I think this game looks awesome. I mean... We've been God. We've been waiting how long? I mean, it's it was almost a joke at some point every year. Pokemon Snap. Po- There's really no good excuse for why it took them this fucking long to do it. There really isn't. Um, there was. Um, I, well, I have a question. If if you don't think that the new game looks better than Sword and Shield, why? Because to, like to me, just like if you put them side to side, the Pokemon Snap game looks better than anything Pokemon has existed, like, in terms of quality. Except maybe, like, one or two of the movies. Uh, the games, to me, um, since they made the transition with the, the 3D, the 3DS games, um, X and Y, I've liked that they made them look more like, uh, like anime, like cartoon, with, with how the, the art is drawn. And this has a, just a different look to it. Um, I think... I know it's the like you'd say, Shay. Twitter's been going back and forth on this. It's not like a deal breaker for me. I just the art style for me does not. Um, I think the show captures it perfectly, like the way I would prefer to have the Pokemon look. And this is not that. Um, but it doesn't mean no, I don't. Doesn't mean I dislike I, it. I get that. I get that. I just I get confused sometimes. Like, and this is why I'm asking because I'm trying to understand. And it's just strictly live. I would ask you this off the air too is like Rich said, in jest, but also in seriousness, that like a lot of times you are the guy who like wants the cutting edge of graphics and the cutting edge of technology, and this seems like the natural progression of that, and it's not ideally what you want. So I guess I just, I'm a little bit confused at when, when you apply that and when you don't apply that, because it doesn't seem to be consistent, I guess. And it's not what, consistent in this What makes this, this cutting case. it? It's very consistent. There's nothing about this that's cutting edge. Where does where is that coming from? I, we well, we just told you that it's probably no. The why best do you looking. think it's okay? You I think it's ju- the best? I looking. just yes, said yeah, it. That's <laughs> because it looks better than any other Pokemon game that is released to date. Smoother isn't always better. You know, the art direction goes a long way for me. That's what who I'm are you? What just happened? <laughs> It's not. It's also not like realistic either. Like, cause they're not going for necessarily like realistic Pokemon. It's like that weird middle ground. It's kind of like you've seen. But you can't Pokemon. go for realistic Pokemon. They're not real. 
Yeah, well, you know what I mean? If you've seen those like weird like art the the art people do where it's like the Pokemon look extreme. Well, that's a, so it'd be that's a, horror a totally game. different art design. Yes, like, it would look like a horror. It's not even the same thing. It would be horrific. No, and you know how, for example, you know how Pokemon Go has like a different take on Pokemon, like the look of Pokemon Go. Not I a huge fan of the way Pokemon look it does. in there. Okay. Well, it, it definitely does. So you think Pokemon Go, you think that art style for you is basically the same as what's going on in the games, Rich. That's what you would say? Yes. Okay. Minus yeah. like like Josh was saying, like the hand drawn anime outlines. Yeah, no, that. they've got they've will... got an outline shader. On the, they, on the newer versions, and that's yeah, they it. look way different. Well, I mean, that's okay. You know, we can't all be connoisseurs of fine art. It's it's all it's fine. Your <laughs> your inconsistencies when talking about graphics baffle me. It's it's perfectly consistent. There's nothing. There's that amazing nothing about consistent it. going on here at all. It's just no. you guys think it looks. This good, is like so. the exact opposite of how you talk about every other game. Well, I again, I. I don't think Pokemon Sword and Shield had a lot of graphical issues as well. I just like the art style, but I don't think those games looked particularly great either. Like we talked about that on the podcast a lot. Those games had slowdown issues, all sorts of yeah. visual problems, but the art style still was still looked great. I'm not trying to say those games looked better. This game may actually because it's linear, you know, performance-wise, it might it might look um it might it might end up looking really nice. It's just, just like saying, it's a shame that it's on the Switch and not on the Xbox One X. The yes, the superior yes, graphics. That's very, graphically very true. Superior well, there, no, there's. I think you guys are confusing art direction with you know, um, the quality of the visuals in general. I'm not. Def I'm no, just I saying think that's the, you. I'm saying. But i not. I have no point. Have I said that? <laughs> I'm saying that the um, the art direction on this is is not necessarily my cup of tea. Uh, th that's fine. I just I wasn't under the impression until this point that we were talking about art direction. I thought we were Same. talking about like visual fidelity. Well, there's a lot going on. You got to specify. Got to specify those things. Well, you're the one who started this topic, so shouldn't you have to specify? Well, no. I was happy expressing my opinion. You guys didn't have a problem with it as well. We all this got really tangential. I'm sorry. I'm it did. You guys for that. It did. I lost myself. Um, <laughs> I was anyways. just gonna say that, Josh. Gelatinous. <laughs> <laughs> I think gelatinous is what threw me for a curve and set me down this entire tangent. Yep. Yeah, Same. I guess gelatinous. I, I thought it was more in line with like the uh, like the way the Pokemon Go Pokemon look, which I'm not a fan of. Um, but isn't isn't Flan your favorite Pokemon? Uh, that's his favorite <laughs> monster in FF9. He loves the ice caverns. <laughs> yeah, I love I love a good Flan. Uh -huh. uh, I like the Flan in FF12. Thank you very much. I never understood that enemy in the Final Fantasy series. Like, why would you yeah, want to fight Flan? Silly. It's sentient flan. I just I don't get it. And like then you have like blizzard flan and fire flan and Thunder lightning flan. flan. Like what what is going on in that kitchen? Um, hell, it's the kitchen is hell. Hell's kitchen. Oh, nice try. Oh. Hey. <laughs> hey, for legal reasons, I can't acknowledge that statement. Gordon yes. Ramsay confirmed in Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, well, let's that's big news. Anyways, um, does anyone here have any negative thoughts on the Pokemon Snap reveal? Uh, it's. I wish it were out now. It's weird that they didn't give a date, but it yeah, is optimistic. I don't think it's, it's that weird, but I, I think it might. I, I think there's a good chance it launches this year. That's what they're saying. That's what all the articles are saying. I don't know the validity of that, but they're Possibly. saying this year. 
I think it's possible. I think they may try to push that out with some of the other launches because it's it's the big sort of title you'd want to. Uh, it, it it sounds like a good holiday window. Yeah, sort of because they don't have anything this year. Nintendo does to mm-hmm. kind of compete with all that frenzy. Yeah, whether or not they make that, I'm not sure, but we'll see. Well, yeah, strategically, that, that's when they'd seemed... want to drop it. Oh, good. So, and on top of that, it seemed like. It's. It has seemed like within the past year or two, their prerogative has been to, um, unless it's the main games or anything concerning the main games like the DLC, that when they have kind of like these side games, they announce them shortly before they release. Like when they did the Pokemon Home, uh, that released shortly afterwards. Any of the little side things that they've done that they've released almost, or like Pokemon Sleep, they've almost released shortly after announcing it. And the, some of the stuff that they announced at the Pokemon Direct, uh, like you were talking about when you introduced this topic, have already gone live. Um, so I could, like, like Rich yeah, is saying, I could very well see yeah. it dropping holiday season, which I would absolutely love. But in terms of your 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 original question of, was there anything negative? Not really, not really. I mean, I know what I'm. I know what I'm getting with this this game in this series, and I really enjoyed the first one. Um, it's kind of funny. Our our Discord um, earlier this week during that announcement, there's there's one lovely human being in there who was just not having the announcement. Was like, no, I I didn't like the first one. You know, like. And then we were kind of like bantering back and forth a bunch of us, which was really interesting. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't really see how anyone could dislike this game personally, just because to me it's kind of on par with like a sim game or like Minecraft, where you're just going in to relax for a little bit and just have fun. And, to be the joyous yeah. gamer. Like Animal Crossing, who could hate that? Yeah. Exactly. That's a great <laughs> point, Morgan. That's a great point. Yeah, but no, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. Sir Arthur Higgins said, "Even as 11 year old obsessed with Pokemon, I thought Snap was boring, shameless money grab." <gasps> What's these? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think. I think shameless money grab is just off base. People want this just because you you don't like the thing doesn't mean there's no demand for it. Hey, What's Rich, money? I'm trying to give a good nope, example of a money grab. I would Never agree mind. with. <laughs> I was gonna um, make a really bad joke. Everything's grabbing money to a degree. I'm all trying to think triple of a games. Yeah. All triple, all, well, all yes. triple A games. I, I think what he's saying. I'm trying to you, find a good example. You can buy if you really want it. Fifty cents per avatar for for uh, the Last of Us Two avatars. If you if you really want it, like the Air, Last Airbender. Well, that would be probably a little more worth it. But if I could play over. as Sokka in The Last of Us 2, I'd be cool you with that. You could play as Zuka. Yeah. No, I, I think it's just for profile pictures is what it is. Oh, that uh, thing nobody cares uh, about? Yeah, yeah. So for 50 cents, you can, you can change it to a different Got my higs on there. Yeah. Thank you very much. I, love I have a uh, Joker on there. As, as long as we're talking about, about shameless it. money grabs. So I mean, yeah, and that, that's the thing, Josh, is it's they've been doing that since the 360, 360 PS3 era, and that's when the Avatar stuff was particularly mm-hmm. popular. Like, we all wanted these, like, cool, unique avatars, and that's something that's kind of, we've moved, moved past, the systems have kind of moved past, but they keep it there for people. And yeah, you could <laughs> consider that a money grab, but, like, I don't, 
I think it's just kind of supporting it's, the companies. Now there's like there's a difference between that and no. I like in my even, opinion. I'll give you I'll give you an idea of a money grab. That that oh. Elder Scrolls Blades game, that Elder yeah. Scrolls Blades yep. game is a is the perfect example of a money grab. Yep. That uh-huh. game's pretty good. Absolutely. <laughs> Get out of here, Rich. Or you could say any of the <laughs> Nintendo mobile games that have released have been money grabs. Josh, that was the first time Rich you've ever said something's good and Josh snored. He snorted. With disdain. That's oh, never listen, happened. I know what it is. <laughs> I know what it's attempting to do. It doesn't change the fact that when I feel like doing something insanely mindless, I've played a little bit about that of that and been like, this is fun. <laughs> okay. Well, well we <laughs> I'll I'll agree on the insanely mindless bit. Oh yeah, go. no, but sometimes insanely friends. mindless is good. Sometimes you need to turn yourself off and just be like, I need to not think about anything. Yeah. That's what you have to I wish Morgan for. would do more of turning himself off. Ba-dum-bum. It would make chat a whole lot easier to get through. Yeah, yeah. seriously. During the so week. Yeah. VR porn. Uh, let's see. Metallica said, oh, snap. Metallica x surgeon get it. Oh, snap. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I don't get it. Uh, 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 uh. Could you do it one more time and yeah. everybody will understand? Oh, this must be one of our good friends and patrons here talking about. Tawny S left a comment, so it's now public domain. It was barely a game then, and it's barely a game now. I tried to play Snap on an emulator again last month for my nephew, and it was horrible. A walking sim, at least, has a compelling story. This game has no story and no gameplay. Now, hold on there, if Tony. If you like, take out Pokemon Snap and insert uh, Death Stranding, I totally <laughs> Oh, God damn it. Man, <laughs> I would, you know what they say, Rich, about... <laughs> um, as long, I bet about Kojima... What? Kojima interview, like, you may not like my game, but as long as you keep talking about it, I know that it had an impact on you. I um, just do it for your service. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's very sweet. Uh, let's see this. Uh, so, Tony, I would say this. He has There's an Italian game- accent now? Hey, the- it's me, Kojima. <laughs> I-, I was going to try to do his accent, but I didn't want it to seem offensive and stereotypical. You could have so just, I just not done an on- accent. I stood on this weird half. So offend, offend a total different group of people. <laughs> yeah. gotcha. I figured Basically. the Italians hadn't got it stuck to them in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so this is how I, this is how I'd break it down for Tony and other people that maybe are unfamiliar. It was composed like almost like a rail shooter because you were stuck in a cart and you just had to keep moving. So there was and a you just time blast basement. away at those Pokemon. And you. Just- <laughs> <laughs> just reach over with a shotgun just and just fucking blow them to hell. <laughs> it had that sort of flow where, you know, if you didn't, you were not going to get all the Pokemon the first couple times through. Every time you went through on that cart, you were going to have to look different directions because there was, everything was always moving. Uh, and that was what was I thought was really compelling about it. Besides the secrets of like, oh, you know, there's a waterfall I've driven by a couple times. If I throw this apple at it. All of a sudden, a gyrodos jumps out because I, I triggered something. You know, there's all these things you could trigger that were hidden in the world. It was it was a linear path. Like you could get through the level in like less than five minutes, but there was all this density to it. Um, and there are very few games that capture the feeling of being a photographer. Yes, video games have photography in them, but it's not the point. You pretty much can avoid it at all costs. Very few games are focused around the idea of photography or fo- photography in regards to wildlife, which is is fascinating. We all you know as kids grew up. You know, watching wildlife um, videos and things like that. And this is that essence of wildlife photography, but with Pokemon that everyone knows and loves. So that's my spiel. That's my pitch. Can, yeah. can I can I do one real, really quick thing, Morgan? Sorry about this. I apologize. How to pronounce Gyarados. Gyarados. Okay. Gyarados. 
Okay. Sorry. He's he's wrong. It's gyrodos. No, that's one hundred percent inaccurate. I've how have I never heard you say that before? Fish isn't here to defend me with his terrible language either. <laughs> Didn't we have this debate before? I thought we had a debate about uh We've had gyrodos. this we've There's we've no debate. I've you're given wrong. you so, so much. It's Yerodos. Is that what you're saying? Yerodos? Yerodos? I was unaware he was Greek. Only in Greece. <laughs> yeah, it probably is Yerodos. I, I don't have a lot of conviction on that one, I'm not gonna lie. That's what um, you're taking away from what he just said? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, not a lot All of right. conviction. Moving on. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> there's slow down. Wait, there's I'm just a saying, TV I show. You hear... can hear them pronounce it. I I didn't Strange hear level. anything after after you said Gyrodos. Literally, all I focused on was he said Gyrodos again. I apologize for not oh, paying okay. attention. That's okay. Got one track. I tuned it out at this point. I just well, I that, that's it's your loss. That was the best thing I said I'd the whole show. My life. <laughs> Uh, Strange Love Official said, about time, so excited. Party emoji. Gotta get that party emoji in there. Party on, Garth. Party on, Wayne. Um, never knew why people liked it so much as a kid. That's what Slan XE said. Well, hopefully I just explained it a little bit there. Look, if you don't like the idea of photography, that's just, what can I tell you? I don't know, you know? Okay. Not everyone spends seven hours a day taking pictures of sharks in no man's sky. I don't know what's wrong with normal people that don't want to do that. You know, right? to me, it seems like the natural course of action. You can take pictures of stuff outside. <sighs> no. Not really. Not really. Now you have three kids. and We could totally do that, Josh. I think we should do that for the VIPs. Like, we'll talk for later. Real. Okay. So yeah. you you guys like I'm I'm revealing it now and because okay. the likelihood that we follow through with it is not very high. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. making it happen. <laughs> like if you legitimately are making it happen, then I will keep it under wraps. Uh, like, I think you should keep it under wraps because we're waiting for poke we're gonna do it when Pokemon Snap comes out because I'm just gonna post pictures I take in Pokemon Snap. Mm. But you guys uh, gotta talk about what he like, What did he say? What did he say? Okay, so but well, people yeah, are listening to the podcast. Josh, like, Josh suggested. Well, if you guys shut the fuck up, <laughs> God damn. Um, Josh suggested a Pokemon only fans, and uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of a legend around here that uh, from back in our days of doing Pokemon Go, that I took a. Uh, Paris picture that is quite famous um, amongst us and our Patreon. A spicy. It's a spicy picture. But, like, we could totally do that. We could totally re-download Pokemon Go and take OnlyFans pictures with Pokemon Go. <laughs> but I don't know at what point would Nintendo get involved in that. Hmm. Well, they'd have to admit that they have an OnlyFans account. So yeah, they'd be true. too embarrassed to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. OnlyFans, uh, Pokemon Go. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, Once yeah, I Doug know Bowser subscribes, how are they going to know? Yeah, it's true. I'm gonna, I had so many things I want to say that I'm not going to. Spiky Hair Jean said, should have been done like 10 years ago. Seems like easy money, but I'm excited for it. That's a perfect ending. It has always seemed like easy money, not because it's a cash grab, but because it was an amazing game. And who knows why it took this long. So yeah. I'm actually, I think that's my other big like, complaint. Oddly enough, I, ex- so I, kind of, I, ex- 
I, I expected this kind of in the Wii era when they first moved to, uh, you know, uh, motion controls. Dig, well, digital releases, um, because they had more games with different price points, and this mm, seems like yeah. the sort of game that they would release more regularly when another Pokemon game comes out. And yeah, totally. you know, just just make it like one of their cheaper games. Like here, here's a twenty, thirty dollar game. Um, and they'd, they'd make them like a regular release um, instead of, you know, waiting 20 years between releases. Right. It, it, may, it would make sense if they did, like kind of what you're saying, Josh, with each generation. Like mm-hmm. you have six months to play the core games. And then if you want them, make them a little bit cheaper. Pokemon Snap for each uh, successive generation. And yeah. so you're... I mean, maybe they're going to run out of places to do it, but like even they could take the locations in the games that they are making and kind of go into, you know, that first person view with each location that they've created for the core games and then integrate all the Pokemon into those areas. I think that would totally be cool. And then they could also even introduce a few new areas as well. Um, or they could do it strictly all new areas. Uh, maybe people would get fatigue with, you know, doing the same areas six months later. I don't know, but I, there's a lot that I felt, I feel like they could have done, but at least we're getting the second one now. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny. You mentioned thinking like the Wii era was prime time for it because I always thought like from the moment we entered like 3DS era, I was waiting for them to release a Pokemon snap with an AR component. Mm. Um, you can like, take it outside. Or yeah, you take it outside, like almost how Pokemon Go works. Pokemon but Go, you're just mm-hmm. taking pictures of Pokemon. Yeah, like yeah. A, you know what I mean. Like I always thought that was kind of a no-brainer. Yeah. Oddly enough, the taking pictures of Pokemon in the real world was the best part of that game. Like it was better than the combat and the collection and everything else they had going for it. Just finding a Pokemon and taking a picture of it, like taking a picture of a the beetle. Best. On my that, friend's head at a Seven Eleven, like uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the thing. Whenever I tried to get back into Pokemon Go one summer because I was on the road a lot, that the the thing that killed me every time was there was just nothing to do with the Pokemon once you had them because the combat was so fucking awful. There was just nothing to do once you had the Pokemon except trade them with your friends, I guess. And none of my friends gave two fucks about it. So I'm like, okay, who cares? I was more of a Garfield Go guy. We were holding out for three fucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a real yeah. game. You can I, look it up. Three fucks the game. No, I I think the beginning of that game was so good because everyone was playing it. You would like part of the fun was trying to find new gyms in your town and taking them over. And then once, <clears throat> excuse me, once uh, less people started playing, and then it became not as popular, basically. And then everyone else had kind of settled in then it was like, oh, now I actually have to interact with people to raid this gym. I don't want to fucking talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah, pretty much. Um, It's funny you mentioned the 20 years thing, because, yeah, Submedico said it's been a long time coming. So happy to see it back 21 years later. 21 years. We can finally Mm -hmm. take Pokemon Snap out for a drink. Let's do it, boys. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, don't get it twisted. As much as I might... We are old. Yeah. I, I might not be as high in the art style as you guys are, but this is like right behind Cyberpunk for me is like my of the games that are left of like, you know, what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. 
Have you changed it all? I just think about that, Josh, and I was playing that original sound clip of you kind of uh, not being too high on cyberpunk. Have you come around on that a little bit since the E3? Um, not really. We still haven't they've, seen much. They've not shown us anything since then, two years ago. Um, there's just, yeah, there's there's still nothing to go off of. Like I'm excited for Ghost of Tsushima. Have, as a have general you watched that rule, I like cyberpunk things, but all they've basically shown us is this is a cyberpunk thing. So mm-hmm. like I'm as excited as I would be about any other cyberpunk thing. Well, they did release that hour-long um, trailer event or hour-long presentation or whatever from E3 eventually, which is yeah, pretty in depth. But yeah, but it, it, I was just curious. Yeah, I don't know. It, it looked like. Well, man, do I got a poll anyway, for you later, Josh? Because let me tell you, people are hard for cyberpunk. Let me tell you what. Stay tuned for that. Anyways, yeah, Pokemon Snap looks fucking great, and we will have it hopefully this year. Are you doing oh. mm-hmm. um, this is this is a little out of the flow, but I think it'd be a good time as any, Rich, because we are talking about Pokemon. You did spend a couple hours with yeah. the Isle of Armor. Yeah, I started it. Um, I am. I really like it. I'll, I'll say that this much. Um, one of my favorite things off the bat. So for anyone who's unaware, this is the first full expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Um, it takes you to the. Isle of Armor, which is a new uh, island area, which has a bunch of new quests. It's basically a huge new wild area, um, and it introduces a bunch of new Pokemon. Uh, my favorite thing out the gate is if you guys remember when the initial update dropped, um, it introduced you to a character that would be your new rival in this uh, new area. Uh, for me, in Shield, it's Avery. Okay. My favorite thing about the new rivals is they're dicks. They're just absolute douchebags. Yeah. It's like back to old school Pokemon. Like this dude treats you like you are a sack of shit. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> like he's backstabbing. He's conniving. He's a fucking jerk. Mm-hmm. And he wears a top hat. Oh, a top hat motherfucker. I never trust anyone in the top hat. Well, um, I'm sorry. You're going to. I was just going to ask you, so the Isle of Armor is based around sort of like a weird tropical paradise kind of a thing? No, how do you, not so how much. Do you, no, no, it's not. Okay, so... Uh, the, the the idea is you go there, um, and because you are mixed up for some dude, for some other dude, you end up going to this dojo um, where you find out Leon has trained uh, like years and years ago, and you basically get taken under the tutelage of this master... Um, you have to perform three trials. That's about as far as I got. As I did all three trials, mm-hmm. and I beat my uh, your rival and you sort of end up uh having to face each other, and then your your dojo master gives you a Pokemon named uh Cubfu, who is a new fighting type Pokemon, mm-hmm. and basically you have to bond with this Pokemon. And I know there's a basically a tower I have to end up scaling, a new battle challenge where you do one on one fights with uh Cubfu against other Pokemon, and then he evolves. Mm-hmm. Which is um, funny because there's a Cub Chew Pokemon as well, which is like that bear that's sneezing ice. Yeah, that's that the the ice one. This is a a fighting type Pokemon. Um, Cub Fu. Okay. The island itself though is awesome because it's the biggest wild area in the game, and it's the most varied. Like you said, tropical paradise. That's not really what it is at all. There's an area that's no, sort okay. sort of tropically, but it's a lot of varied environments. Like there's forests. There's like a shore. There is um. There's a desert area. Like, it's very, very... So it's like a mini world, basically. Yeah, and it's very big. Um, is it? Okay. Well, one of the first things I did, because there's a ton of new Pokemon in this area, 
and I was very excited for this. As soon as I landed, uh, you kind of land on a beach, and I could see off in the distance in this wild area, I could see a whale lord, like a gigantic whale lord, just, like, swimming in the water. So I, I went out there on my bike, and I caught that motherfucker. Um, it was, it's cool to see, like, a scaled properly whale lord out in the world of Pokemon. It's about time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I don't know That's if you really guys... That's really cool, man. I think it's it's a neat, like, variation, and I'm not sure if you guys have read about this, because this was sort of a stealth feature they didn't really talk about. Uh, your Pokemon can follow you now, outside of their, their Pokeball. What? Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you serious? They brought yeah. that back? Yeah. Oh, oh my yep. god. Only in this area, though. Only on the Isle oh. of Armor, because it might have been too much work to patch it into the rest of the game. Um, That's but still you- cool, though. Yeah, they all have really crazy, like, weird animations, and it's it's funny to see them in full 3D doing it, because some of them cannot keep up with you. Like, I had my Haunter following me, and he just kept teleporting to me, because uh, he, he could not do it. Uh, you could also have a gigantic whale lord follow you around floating on land. Because, um, of course you... <laughs> but it's funny, because when you do go into the water, then, whale lord will actually, like, transition, or, like, a Gyarados will transition into their swimming animation. Oh, okay. Uh, that's cool. Is it? Is there like a story reason why this is happening, or is it just? It just is. Yeah, uh, it happens after you get to basically the point I'm at, and um, the the cub foo basically, you don't need it to be him, but the reason you're allowed to is he's like, hey, you know, let your Pokemon walk outside of its ball for a bit because the idea is before you and cub foo are ready to take on this challenge together, your master of the dojo wants you to bond with him a little bit more. So right now I'm tasked with sort of going to these uh viewpoints on the island to sort of spend time with Cub Fu and raise my friendship with him. Okay. That's all that's awesome, dude. Like I was fully planning on playing this game a little bit yesterday so we could talk about it today. But like I had the worst fucking experience when I went to sit down and play video games. Like I brought my Switch with me to play on the train on the ride home, but I ran into a coworker so we were just chatting and catching up. And then I get home, you know, I make my dinner, I do my stretching, I clean up my apartment a little bit, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to play some Last of Us 2, actually, now that I'm here. The game didn't download because I had insufficient space, of course, even though I had pre-ordered it. I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I guess I'll play Pokemon then. Go to boot up Pokemon. My Switch is dead. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So I was like, I guess I'll just go play Apex while I wait for the rest of the Last of Us 2 to download my Xbox Live subscription ran out. So I was like, apparently I'm not supposed to fucking play video games tonight. <laughs> Just like one of, like one of those. you need Xbox Live to play Apex. I didn't think you did either, but apparently you do. Like, I don't know if they've changed what? that or if that was just always the case, but... Um, huh. Strange. I was, always, I was always under the impression that you didn't because for a while there, I didn't have Xbox Live and I was playing it on live all the time, but then I went to play that and it's like you don't have the proper um permission because you don't have xbox live or something like that and then i went to play a bunch of games of course that i had from uh game pass and the game pass had run out as well so i had to do that i had to do that whole trick where you buy like a year and you can do this up to three years um if anybody doesn't know this where you buy the uh the gold membership and then right now they're having a deal where if you've never had game pass um it's one dollar right now great deal uh, for the first month and what you do with that is you've already had this xbox gold membership built up and it will convert all of that gold into game pass for much cheaper and they actually encourage you to kind of do that 
So, um, I, I basically, deal. yeah, yeah, basically, I got a year's worth of Game Pass for what would that be? Fifteen times eleven. I can't. Or sorry, five times eleven. Fifty-five dollars for worth for free. So it's cool. But long story short, I didn't play this fucking game. Sorry. Tangent. Uh, yeah. No, no problem. I wanted to also give you guys some notes on things that I think are important to know going into it. Um, one is they introduce a new, uh, I guess, curry adjacent thing where you can make a Dynamax soup, um, which you feed to any Pokemon that has the potential to Gigantamax and they will now be able to. Yeah. Um, so it sort of unlocks that's that form cool. for them. Which is so nice oh, because nice. it was a huge pain to only be able to get those from raids. In the raids. Yeah. yeah that um, sucked. Yeah. And also, a few of them had the ability, but they were only, like, only if you got them through, like, special events and stuff, so. Yeah, like that that Meowth. You can get long yeah. Meowth. I mean, if you spent all that time getting one, though, and then they just brought the, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, well, fuck, why did I even waste my goddamn time, you know? Well, that's your problem. Yes, it is. You should have put <laughs> no effort much... in, like me. Well, I didn't. I'm just saying, if I did, I would be pissed. I, I get you. Um, and the other thing is, and Morgan, I, I feel like you'd probably want to know this, so it's a reason I've made a point to say it. One of the first things you get to choose when you get on the island is uh, the Dojo Master will give you a Bulbasaur or a Squirtle. Mm. Oh, nice. Of course, they got to bring in that. But you chose Squirtle, of course. No, I chose Bulbasaur. Because <laughs> I'm not an idiot. Fuck out of here. Uh, it's better than Charizard, I guess. I, well, I, you, Charizard's, Charizard's already Charizard. in the game. Yeah, I yeah, know. I'm just so. saying. Also, I, I already know. had a Bulbasaur and a Squirtle, so I w- it wouldn't really matter to me. But yeah, so they're really emphasizing that you're going to grow with one of those new, those new uh, guy, um, Dynamax forms for Blastoise or Venusaur. Yeah, the one they give you already has the Gigantamax form. Cool. Like he said, like you know, obviously not as a Bulbasaur, but he's like you know when this thing's fully yeah. evolved, it has yeah. the ability to Gigantamax. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's awesome. That's dude. all yeah, I really I'm, want to I'm buy really excited to play it. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's funny. Like you've Did been you, talking about this. Ju- oh. uh, I've not played it yet, but literally every time I have been doing anything whatsoever, my daughter has been talking to me about this expansion. As soon as it came out, she's been playing it and just, just nonstop playing it. So like I go into the kitchen making really? dinner or something, Aww, and the entire cute. time I make dinner, she's been talking to me about the uh, the expansion and everything going on in it. So... Yeah, like I, I'm caught oh, up by proxy. Yeah, that's awesome though. I'm glad she's enjoying it. Mm-hmm. That's really cool, dude. Like, I remember like being that kind of kid for my father too. I'd be like, "Dad, I'm totally playing this game right now." And blah blah blah. And he'd be like, "Dude, that's awesome." And he he'd sit there and listen to me mm-hmm. about it. And then like as an adult, I've been like, I wonder if he was ever annoyed by how much I talked about video games. You know, <laughs> like you you kind of wonder that in the back of your mind, but. Um, that's really cool that she's kind of picking up the mantle, uh, there. Um, that's yeah. really cool. I was, I was hoping, hoping to get in some, some Pokemon time, but, uh, then I, I spent that playing, uh, like I mentioned earlier, the, uh, the original, the last of us trying to knock that out trying right before up. the other. So yeah, I played so that, that worked instead. out really well for you. Yeah, <laughs> very uh, well. Time well spent, right? Just in time. I was laughing my ass off when I was up. I was up to like three in the morning, and I, it, I, I mean, you must have fell asleep with it or something, because it said Last of Us Remastered, and it must have been like four a.m. your time or five a.m. or something. I was like, "There's no way he's still up." I think it was like last <laughs> night when you like messaged like, "Oh, I can't wait, getting ready," and I'm like, "Dude, I'm in fucking bed." Like, I would just put my phone down and went. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because you're people? because you're farther west. You actually stay up for yeah. releases. 
We don't do guess, that shit here on the East Coast. I mean, yeah, if yeah. it was like midnight, that's it would be. I mean, I would do it because I'm a psychopath, but it would be not. Yeah. It would be less o- enjoyable. Oddly enough, I went to start it last night, but my copy also didn't download for whatever reason. Even though I did have space, it just didn't fucking download. It didn't. It I didn't, had that. Didn't I had that with, uh, weirdly does Final, that shit. Yeah, yeah. I had that with Final Fantasy VII. I was so pissed. I was like, oh my god, everyone's playing it except me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so at that point, I'm like, okay, I guess I'm finishing the first one again. We're we're gonna finish this playthrough since I'm gonna be waiting for hours to play it anyway. So. Ironically, they kind of catch as a nice segue. They sort of catch you up at the beginning of this game with a. Uh, a little bit of a, there's a story, there's like a mild story sequence where they sort of catch you up on the basics well, of that game. It's almost in the sense of like, it, the the first story beat really does take place probably maybe a few weeks after the end of the first one, mm-hmm. which yeah. I wasn't really expecting, but I think it was kind of a welcome, like Morgan was saying, introductory to people who were never played the first one, which I don't understand why you're playing this game then. Uh yeah, do those That's an odd exist? life choice. It, I think the part two extenuates more so that this is like not a whole experience. Yeah. There. You know what I mean? Like, like they're really emphasizing this is not a sequel so much as just half a continuation. You know, continuation. Yeah. Of, yeah. Like you wouldn't start it back to the future two. Yeah, no, that makes it because at the um, well, that's the thing I, as far as like setup goes for this. Um, and again, Josh, I'm sorry, this breaks my heart. I I feel like I want to cry in my soul that okay. even if even if you were gonna bash it here today, I wanted you to be there bashing it. For um, but uh, and, you know that's yeah. sounded kinky. Um, Did the it? Hmm. <laughs> sounded more violent to me than anything. Well, you know, yeah. violence is a kink. Uh, don't judge. Um, it's oh, uh, no, I remember the man who fell to earth. I don't get that reference. Don't Sorry. don't worry about it. <laughs> Continue. That was yeah, that may have been a bit much. I'm just gonna start pretending I did get it though. Oh shit, Josh, that was a good one. Um, that seemed disingenuous. To be fair, to, I- to be fair, full disclosure, I don't know. Exactly what he's referencing, but like I have like three different possible things that he's referencing in my mind. Your your brain is working though. <laughs> Multiple well, choice. Like, I'm like, could this be a weird Icarus reference? Or to be fair, Icarus. he flew too close to the sun, Jay. The sun. Uh... The sun was the uh, the representation of violent kink. It's Been there. it's in, it's interesting because I do want to say, uh, as far as spoilers are concerned, we're not going to talk about anything in like extreme detail or anything past the first couple hours because number one, Josh hasn't got in there yet, and number two, I think I'm the only one that's gotten to the insane thing that happens about two hours in. I don't know if I call it insane, like slow, especially like fucking. I'm not going to say what it is, but where I'm at. I kind of went to the point of knowing what happens. I went like, wow, they're fucking telegraphing this pretty hard. Well, yeah. you knew where. So where did you stop at without giving away too um, much? I just cleared the supermarket. Okay. So that's you're... exactly where I'm at, Rich. That's Jeez, literally guys... exactly where I'm at. Some of us okay, have to so work. They're not They're Okay. Now I can't say anything because I don't think they're telegraphing what you think they're telegraphing actually. Oh, I um, think they are. Cause I know what happens. Well, but it would. How are we going to talk? How are we going to talk about we're this? We're not I going to. I'm just telling okay, you. Right. Um. Anyway, we don't. We like. We're not going to mention anything with the story. We're going to just mention kind of our vague first impressions. I assume and impressions and 
um, yeah. so far what we've what we thought maybe about expectation versus reality. I think that would be a good basis for that conversation. Did you get? Um, yeah, I I I went to bed last night. I was. I know I'm a farther than you guys, and it's definitely a slow burn, kind of getting into it compared to the first one. Um, there isn't a a uh, the first crazy... one's definitely a slow burn intro as well. The first one has like one of the craziest intros in the history of video games. I think that's a little dramatic, but uh... I I don't at all. It's... After that, it's it's definitely a slow burn when you're sort of like walking around the city with a. Uh, Joel and that girl, I forgot her name, when you're kind of getting used to things. But, like, the, the first hour of The the Last of Us. Um, it was a slow burn. You felt like that? It was. The yeah, I, I, don't know like if, that was a... I don't know if I would call it the slowest, but it's definitely a slow burn. The first one is, for sure. Where you get into the car and your daughter dies and all that shit? That was a slow burn? Yes. That's all set up, and that's, like, maybe 20, 30 minutes. If we're talking about the huh. real intro to the game where you really start playing. Yeah, it's a it's yeah. A, no, the so, intro, sorry, the sorry, intro. sorry. Like the, the opening sequence is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about after that, yeah, which like the, I the feel like is still like is the not, exposition. Yeah. It a it's really really good because you're you're not playing as Joel yet, uh, which as a general rule of thumb, the parts where you're not playing as Joel are better. Uh, in the first one. Yeah, I'd agree. General rule of thumb. Um. But yeah, like that, that intro is really, really solid. And then it kind of goes into, and this is not a slam against the game. I, I like it, but it goes into like Half-Life Episode 2 sort of territory where it's just like, hey, let's wander around a city and stuff will happen around yeah, you. Very similar aesthetic as well to yeah. that. Um, yeah. And that is, that is, like you're saying, that is much more slow burn um, once you get to that Yeah, section. this one I would say is even an even slower burn because it just sort of like picks up. Totally. Where totally um, where the other one starts off, you're just kind of living your life. Um, Absolutely. I, go ahead. Sorry. No, Anyone? I was agreeing. Oh, um, it just kind of had originally to me. It sort of had a um, kind of like a. It's going to sound negative. I don't mean it to be. It had sort of like a DLC kind of feel. You just sort of like pick it up and like, oh, here I am. I'm just kind of hanging out, living my life, and um, and just at this point, you know, she's living in that that village or whatever, that city. And, uh, and you just start to go through the processes of her daily life. There isn't some crazy sequence at the beginning of the game. There isn't, they're going for a very different, like start to they're the game. establishing what the status quo is for Joel and Ellie's new life. Like you're going through like where Shay and I are at, we're still kind of going through what their day to day is. Yeah. Um, you're still in the day to day stuff. I, I did want to mention at God. least, I really like the look of the whole town and like the sequence where you're like walking yeah. through the town. Um, with uh Jesse, I believe is his name. Uh is uh, like yes. Yeah, that's like a really nice sequence to see like kind of how they've done so much with so little to like make this feel like a like it's a real community and all the people seem like they establish relationships pretty early on. I think like with the like this kind of rapport with uh Ellie and Jesse and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's interesting. Some of the fringe stuff is probably the best start, the best stuff about the early sequences of the game is I didn't enjoy learning as much about kind of what Ellie ha- has been doing in her life uh, recently. Like, you learn early on that she has formed certain relationships and the way they present those, not 
the relationships themselves. And you'll see why I'm framing it that way when you play slash the backlash that this game has received. Um, I'm not here to talk about that. The way they introduce and keep those that story beat kind of going was not interesting to me. And I felt like it was pretty poorly done, actually. It doesn't um, grab you immediately. I agree. Well, with that. not only that, but it kind of felt like it was force fed on me in some ways. Like this is this is the new norm for what's going on right now. And I didn't really enjoy that. Like a new norm in what I'm saying is like, this is Ellie's new norm. Um, so you know what? Fuck, you know what? Fuck this. I, I'm just, I'm going to, this is what people want to hear. All right. I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to be vague. If, if you're bothered by this within the first hour, I'm sorry. Um, you learn early on that it's, it's four years later that Ellie basically, has formed you're getting to see the budding relationship between her and another woman which i don't care about that's fine i you know i'm totally cool with that and um i'm all for it the issue i had was it seemed like a teenage drama in the way it was introduced like jesse's like oh she was my girlfriend a week ago now you're gonna kiss her and i was like i don't care about this like this is not why I play these games is to, to hear about it. But uh, I it's get also, what you're saying, but I don't uh, think. Well, yeah. hold, hold on, hold on, oh, hold sorry. on. It's also important because it is what is showing you where life is at right now in this city and what life is like for Ellie and Joel. So while I don't necessarily like the high school teenage drama angle of it that I've perceived in my mind. I understand its importance and it plays into that when you go um you go into this bar in the early sequence which is based off of what what I just described to you and you have a it's a very minor sequence but it's a very interesting sequence and that was probably actually my favorite part about the game it's this cutscene where this bartender who w- works at this crowded bar um basically made a bigoted comment towards Ellie about the exact situation I described and then he apologizes to her and Ellie doesn't really accept the apology, but she's, she's, you know, amicable about it. And I really like that sequence a lot. And I think that was, <clears throat> excuse me, why I was so much more accepting of that high school drama stuff that was going on is because I was like, oh, this is actually leading to interesting side bits. So I'm o- more than okay with accepting the way it was presented. The material itself I'm fine with. I don't mind. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, because what I was going to say was, oh. it's interesting to me that you even read it in that like high school drama thing, because it doesn't even read that to me. Like the bigger situation, I get what you're saying, but for me, I thought they more like used that as a moment to sort of uh, establish kind of what Ellie's relationship with Jesse is, because he has that line to her, but then he immediately turns around and he's like, "I'm fucking with you. I don't give a shit." Like exactly, and yeah, I think yeah. it's used like effectively to establish like okay, this is like you know clearly Ellie and Jesse are friends like they're they're closer than she probably is with a lot of other people in the settlement. Well, yeah, and even her response to it was just like fuck. I don't, you know, she was just like eh, she was probably drunk, you know, yada yada. She was even just like, look, man, she was I don't worried know how he was going to respond yeah, to it, yeah, but then yeah, clearly yeah. he's like, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, I, no, I, yeah, it's I just felt. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. I've talked. No, about I. It's in, no, no. It's fine. I was interesting that that's how you felt about it. I. I can't say that I felt that way per se. Just because I feel like the way Naughty Dog handles characters and writing is like, 
it's just so good. It's just so top notch. Yeah, like the performances, the the dialogue, the they feel so real and it feels genuine. Like yeah. right from the beginning, I'm like, okay, so this guy was dating this girl, but she they had some sort of a kiss, and I remembered that E3 trailer where they, they were kissing, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna meet this girl. So I was I was intrigued uh, out of premise, I guess. Yeah, it's like I full fully accepting the responsibility here. That's just who I am as a person. Like. I'm at, I'm past the point in my life now where talking about getting drunk and the stupid shit that we used to do is not as fun. You know, like early to mid twenties, that's fun. Like it's fun to be like, Oh dude, like you remember that time you, you pissed your pants while you were stumbling home drunk. Like that was fun back in the day, you know, um, talking about things like relationships in that context were fun. Uh, for me, I just don't see myself relating to that, so I didn't fully appreciate what they were trying to do there. But I also understand that that type of sequence, I'm not the demographic for that. You know what I mean? Not not the not the relationship that they were building, the way it was presented. I wasn't the demographic for the presentation huh. of that. But I'm yeah. totally cool with I, the way the way those what those relationships are and the yeah. way the story is and where it's building towards. I enjoy I, all of that. I just didn't like the presentation. I, and that's yeah, my I personal look, well, I was, thing. Well, I was going to ask you about that because you, you had messaged us earlier and I was surprised. You said that you thought the first hour of the game was wildly unenjoyable. And I was like, whoa, was that all because of just walking around that said. town? What was that, Rich? I said, I don't think that's what you said. Did you say wildly unenjoyable? What did did I say, even? I thought you just said it was boring. My first hour was wildly unenjoyable. (laughs) Uh, To be fair, Josh, the first hour is wildly unenjoyable. Oh, okay. Maybe I dumbed it down a bit. No, I was pretty sure that he was right. Yeah, it was was that. It was just like like I was walking around and and it was like, Oh, this, uh, this, oh, yeah, I kissed her. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, oh, man, like, I, I, I don't want to play this if that's how this game's going to be. Because, like, that's not the interesting wow. part of Ellie to me. That's not the interesting part of Joel to me. So it's like, that's the last thing I want to hear. Um, it's, it's like, I think about The Walking Dead. And the reason why that show used to be good at the very beginning was because they were focusing on how these people handle the situation they're in. Now, to some degree, you can say, yes, that now they're moving past that. Like, they're, they're on the natural progression, evolution of what's going on. And I totally understand and respect that. Um, for me, that's not generally why I focus on post-apocalyptic zombie stories, because... I could get that in any soap opera I wanted, any rom-com that I wanted. You know, I, that's not why I particularly focus on those stories. Granted, it's, it's interesting to see, but it's not as interesting for me. So when I saw that, that first, the first hour was going to be that, I was like, all right, well, I'm not playing this game to see how people connect with each other in a town. I want to see how people are surviving not that, and this is maybe and so again strange. again uh, well hold on again uh maybe i don't want to see them thrive i want to see them survive and maybe that's because i've been conditioned 
through years of enjoying post-apocalyptic stories and games and movies and whatnot, that that's what I generally see. So I wasn't as interested at the beginning to see those relationships be further explored. I wanted back into the action. But having played more of the game now, I appreciate those sequences for what they are. And, you know, it's funny because this is exactly the same reaction I had with the first game. Like, I enjoyed the opening sequence, and then the first few hours bored me to tears um, of the first one as well. And I was like, I remember telling you guys that. I was like, I'm not super high. Like, I don't understand why people like this game. It's wildly overrated. Um, And then I really got into it. And I think that's kind of the same um, reaction I had here. Like, I'm already... I'm exactly where Rich is at, just cleared out the supermarket, and I'm already back in. I'm already ready to get back in now. It just took a little bit of getting through that exposition. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, all right, fair enough. Can I say, uh, getting through the supermarket for Morgan and Shay, I really, um, just seeing some of the set dressing and them talking briefly about him, I really want a game about Eugene now. Uh, Did you guys get to see all the Eugene stuff already? Okay, cool. That's good. Did you guys get to do that interaction with them, with both of the girls on the couch? No. Not sure what oh, you're talking fuck. about. See, we can't even... God damn it! <laughs> it's gonna this be alright. It's just, there's nothing to talk about yet. We had, it's like, this is like a 30-hour game. We're like an hour and a half into it. I just don't feel like we're enough to oh, really first bite some, on. Well, but, um, we, we talked about it earlier I mean, we've this literally week. talked about impressions we're gonna be at. I know, I know. It's just... It's, I get it. It's tough. It's tough. Everyone has different schedules and I don't know everyone. It's tough for us because it comes out on a Thursday and, you know, we're kind of like a week behind the regular world when these things drop, which it is what it is. But um, I guess we'll pick up a lot of that stuff next week. Uh, so if you're listening and you're kind of like, you know, I feel like most by the time most of the people listening to this podcast on Tuesday are playing this game, they'll probably be probably 10, 15 hours into the damn thing. Um, well, so they'll probably I, I mean, like, like I feel frustrated. like I feel like we still have more to talk about here. Like I don't even yeah, feel no, like. I'm, I, I mean, if to you talk wanna... about the combat a little bit, like we don't, well, uh, it doesn't all need to be story stuff, because uh, I well, the I, game hasn't. That's my point, though. The game hasn't even really like I'm much farther than you guys, and you're still basically in what would be sort of like a tutorial period. I mean, like, that doesn't I mean still, we don't have anything does, to talk about. Yeah, that, I, I'm telling well, you, I have things to talk about. You're just not letting me talk about them. No, yet. I'm just saying I'm right. I'm curious. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm curious what your uh, takeaway I mean, is on the combat. I immediately want to touch with the combat. Like it's still last of us combat, but and I was t- talking to Josh about this uh, before we started. One of the first things I noticed was a very welcome change uh, is that melee combat is now an option. And <laughs> what I mean by that is like they improved the dodge mechanic and I got through that entire supermarket sequence without firing a shot. Like just dodge, dodge, punch, even, or well, stab, whatever. Yeah. Well, mostly stealth, and then even when shit goes to hell, like taking down an enemy via pure melee combat feels satisfying and feels like a real viable option now. It feels a lot better. I will say that that aspect of it. I mean, a lot of the stuff is still very much the same or similar, but that aspect was definitely improved upon, and that was one of the more needed um, improvements for sure. Yeah, they needed something yeah, yeah. in between I, the bullet sponge gunplay and the one-shot stealth kills. So yeah. they that was always an underserved space. So Yeah. 
it seems like they've done some um work to kind of improve upon that at least the the combat f- definitely felt a little bit more fluid in what little that well where rich and i have played so far and the stealth f- is very much the same as the last one a lot a lot of things are very similar but that aspect definitely makes it feel a little bit more fluid for sure it makes it feel like you have more options when shit hits the fan yes. which i think is important um and Shay, I don't know if you managed to pull any of these off. One of the thing nice additions I think they added is there's still those throwables, like where you find like an empty beer bottle or a brick. Um, and they added a, a nice kind of like you can quickly throw one of those and then do like a nice melee follow up while they're stunned to kind of take an enemy uh, an enemy down quickly, and that feels mm. pretty good as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, that was I the didn't extent try that. of I... the melee combat in the original was to like throw a brick at somebody's face and then. Because yeah. then it opens them up to the stealth kills, even if you're in combat. Yeah, it still has that, but it feels uh, like quicker paced. And it's like you'll kind of throw a beer bottle and then like rush and jab them in the gut and take them down. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, you can kind of just approach it as like a like square up motherfucker and like um, go for the dodge. Yeah. I, I would imagine part of that that speeding up has to do with, you know, the technology being there now to where the animation can be a little bit faster. And it can be a little bit more fluid because I like that was part of it as well. It was funny. Like I I booted it up for like a half an hour last night before I fell asleep. Like I was uh, I was tired at that point last night. But I was watching one of my favorite Twitch streamers stream the first one while I was playing the second one. So I actually got to do a side by side comparison of the visuals and like the frames per second and the movement, all that stuff. And Definitely this one, the the movement is a lot more fluid and it's a lot quicker paced in some areas such as combat. So I think that that also lent itself to what Rich is talking about. Yeah, I think where I'm at in the game now, it mostly still feels pretty much too fairly similar to me. Um, but it feels like I'm hoping it unravels in a way that becomes more interesting because it's just so slow. I've already been to a workbench, but I couldn't do anything on it. So I don't know. I was hoping, I guess, that it was going to feel a lot more visceral. I think playing the 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 remaster of the original was great, but also kind of fucked me up because, like, I just put in this game thinking it was going to be, like, this earth-shattering, like, visual thing. And uh, it ended up, like, to me, my... I, I think it looks fantastic, but... I, it just reminds me that it, you know the PS4 is is old and it's time to move on to the PS5. I think um, it looks which, great. I I think the uh, the cutscenes look un like so amazingly incredible. It's ridiculous. But as yeah. soon as the cutscenes are over, I I think that the game just looks really nice. Um, and with, it has a really good art direction. So that is, it's, it's tough because there's that, um, it's that distance there. Very, very gelatinous. Yeah. Well, no, there's, there's places you get, like I just got to this sequence, um, after the first city where I walked through, it looked like it was like almost like an interstate or something. And it had been overgrown. Um, and I mean, you're kind of going, th- not really an art direction, the, but I get what you're saying. Well, I think it kind of is. I mean, I, I, I kind of, I would agree. I would, I kind of think really. It, <laughs> I kind of feel like that's Naughty Dog's thing. Like you look at Uncharted Four and the first Last of Us, like overgrown areas 
really are their calling card when it comes to visuals. And so yeah. I would kind of say that is an art direction in some ways. Yeah, yeah. If I had to give like a single setting as a Naughty Dog's thing, it would be Ruins. Just like, yeah. Yeah, for, like even look back to Crash Bandicoot. Well, Fuck. I'll say it's something they're good so, at. I don't know if I'd call it an art direction. Well, what would you describe that as then instead of art direction? Just a, a setting, and it happens to be a particular landscape they're good at. Maybe like a recurrent but, but setting? It's, but it's, I, I think it's yeah. the way, to give credit to the artist, I think it's the way that they're they're pulling it off. Like there's been a lot of games I've done post-apocalyptic and settings, and the reason Naughty Dog's games stand out, I think, is they just do such an incredible job with the direction uh, of the art. So that's why I would No, mean. no, yeah, that's that's fair. I, I think mm-hmm. even we, we talked about this uh during the Chomping After Dark for The Last of Us One, where like one of the things I think they used their benefit really was like this zombie apocalypse being like nature based and not some like chemical thing. Like they really go the extra mile with like nature retaking the world because there's yeah. no like bomb, there's no virus, it's not like livestock was decimated or something it's all nature it's all based in nature well and it sucks because the beginning of the game is just snow so that's probably all you guys have seen so far it's just fucking snow mostly did you just play red dead redemption well (laughs) i hate i fucking hated the the intro to red dead 2 i hated that snow area um but no i guess i i guess i i would just consider that art direction though like and i know i don't want to go back to this i just want to make sure we're we're still here before morgan tries to segue or anything i still feel like that's our direction though because like the whole point of them depicting that is kind of what you're describing rich is showing that basically nature's kind of taking over these man-made structures and that in itself is a direction and that's shown through the choice of art you know, I, I get what you're saying. I just, I feel like that, to me, that's not like art direction on the whole. Art direction is like a pure visual style where that's more like a choice about the setting. Like, I, I'm not invalidating what you're saying. It's just when I hear art direction, that's not where my brain goes. No, no, I don't I don't think the art direction is overgrown cities. I think that's a, that's an aspect of it, exactly what you're saying. I think, I think that's where we both are at. Uh-huh. Oh, we've had the we've had some of the strangest arguments on this show. This has been one of the weirdest shows as far as debates go. Um, but yes, uh, whatever you want to frame it as, art direction, uh, overgrown. I I think I get what you guys are saying. I think you get what I'm saying for the most part as well. I yeah. wish you guys could see it. It's unfortunate. Like I know you guys are still in that early area, so it'll be catch up with you. Guys. I guess what I'm saying is I was thinking. Um, like, cause there's a little distance there when you just like to walk around the town. Like, okay, this guy's face does not, doesn't look anywhere near as good as it looks in the movie. <laughs> it looks like a generic NPC face now, you know, stuff like that. Well, it's clear um, the stuff they focus on. You're gonna, yeah, yeah. I, like, Joel I mean, I, and Ellie look, yeah, fucking phenomenal. I think that's like, been an issue with a lot of more recent games, as far as like, oh, hey, we're gonna make this photorealistic, and literally no one has the budget to make. Everyone, all the characters, photorealistic. Yeah, but I thought well, they were going to. I did that in my head. I'm like, I saw the trailers. It's been seven years, and I imagine playing that remaster. I'm like, this everything in this game is gonna look so fucking good. But I, I think, um, because they've probably been working on it so long that it, it, it looks incredible. I don't want people to think I'm twisting that around. It's just, it definitely, it, my jaw has not hit the the ground whenever i'm not in a uh, like a cutscene. when i'm in a cutscene, 
my jaw is on the ground and my I'm emotional. You I move. <laughs> I'm, I'm blown away. Um, but yeah, in the other than that, I think the game still looks great. I just maybe I was expecting unrealistic things. I th- I think that's the case this. here. I think yeah, I think that's the case because we can trace it all the way back to the PS1 era of like Final Fantasy VII, where those FMVs absolutely blew us away. And then you get to the actual gameplay, and you're like, whoa, is that a step down? And that's kind of always been the case for gaming is like they put a lot of resources into the FMVs and um, it doesn't always translate to the gameplay. I think one of the games that has mastered that would have been God of War, the 2018 version, where the cutscenes into the gameplay is damn damn near as close to seamless as we've seen out of this generation, Um, which is why that game still gets praised heaped on to it two years later. Um. Yeah, it would, it, I yeah. think it, would helped been, them, it probably helped them that there was only like, there's only a couple a characters. I, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, that's definitely yeah. a benefit. Yeah. It's a small, right. tight cast. Absolutely. Well, then, and, and they, and they make up for that in that other areas like, as well. Yeah. Not so Like the Draugr, yeah. Yeah. Because like, that's always been a thing in games. You're like, oh, I'm fighting 12 guys, and apparently it's four sets of triplets. <laughs> We're yeah. the boozing boys. Yeah. That's right. Um, and that's just kind of a thing we've gotten we've gotten used to at this point. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get, yeah I, did you guys? I, okay, go ahead. The, go ahead. I'm not mad. I'm I'm frustrated at the connection. <laughs> um, the at, at the end of the day, I think what what Morgan said is kind of true. Of like, there are a lot of amazing things visually happening in this game, um, but it's also showing that. Yeah, it's we're ready for the PS5, and it's not a knock on this game at all because it does look phenomenal, and it, the the caveat doesn't even need to exist if only it was on the PS5 because then at that point it's like, well, we could have waited for the PS5 version, um, waited for them to delay it like Cyberpunk has done, but then people would have complained about that, and I think it still looks beautiful on the, where it's at right now in time. I still think it looks amazing. So I don't think a caveat needs to be there. Not saying anyone here is saying that. I, I'm just saying I want it put out there. No caveat needs to exist. This game does well, look yes. phenomenal. Yeah. Caveat. The, the only reason I think I brought it up, jump. Go ahead. Go ahead, Rich. Sorry. Oh, no, I had nothing. I was just. Oh. The only reason I brought it up in the first place was because I was hoping with this one, if the combat was still pretty simple, but it just looked so visceral and so incredible that, like, it was going to be more impactful to me. And, like, uh, we'll see how it, how it goes. But so far, it's just been, you know, um, pretty familiar in that regard. But I was hoping it was yeah. going to be, like, this really intense thing where, like, it was, like, you know, simplified but just the level of detail and animation everything was going to be so incredible that it was going to be visceral in that way Um, i I still think that exists in some degree in terms of the physics and like we can give a shout out to red dead 2 for this actually because it kind of blazed the trail for for this game to have certain physics in there like i know there are certain sequences like when you're moving through the snowy areas i think this was on purpose I would have to ask a developer if I wanted to know this, but where one of the characters accidentally brushes into a branch on the tree and then you see the snow actually drop very realistically from the tree branches. And that happens consistently. 
and you actually look at the your your footprints in the snow and just showing the the level of impact like how light or deep those footfalls are uh, um compared to who's made the footfalls like the physics exists there and that's part of the amazing um aspect of this game is how good the physics are as compared to the first one and i think that we you know fully should acknowledge that you know I don't know if that would have that level of detail would have necessarily existed or not existed with Red Dead 2. I don't know if that was I feel like that would have been the precursor because it was released 2 years yeah. earlier, but I don't know. And I think that's one of the amazing parts about the game that I actually wanted to talk about. I noticed it almost immediately. So I wonder I, I I wonder if I hadn't played the remaster this year like if I had been probably would have been even more blown away because they did such a good job with that remaster even though it was just a PS3 game cleaning it up and everything that um I mean I I played that scenes. I played that remaster around the same time you did. So I know we both did. Yeah, yeah, same, yeah, same so. here and I don't think it changed my impression of this one way or I don't same. think it made me think lesser of this. Yeah, me neither. But I I think that's yeah, I think what the way you're framing it Morgan for you personally, I I can completely understand that yeah because i think in my brain i was like oh this is what a ps3 game looks like this is what a ps3 game looks like and then i was just like holy shit can you imagine what this is gonna look like on the ps4 and also and- to, to be fair i think you tend to more so than shay and i really like invest in that sort of idea of being like this is gonna look so much more impressive where i'm like ah oh, looks good yeah no that's fair that's and that's unfortunately the bane of my that's the problem also going up and down between my xbox one downstairs which my one x which i hate to give credit to because i'm totally a playstation whore now upstairs but that thing looks so goddamn good with so many games i've been playing recently that it's just like i again i just am excited for that ps5 i really want that uh I'm excited to, 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 but again, it's not a knock because people are gonna be like, oh, this guy this looks great. I think most people are gonna have the reaction you guys do, which is that it looks incredible. Because I think, I think it does. So. It looks great. Yeah, it does. Like the the facial animation is phenomenal. But like, I was actually waiting to talk about the last thing I wanted to talk about before we move on because I was waiting for Rich to come back. He had went to the bathroom, but um. <laughs> I don't understand, and maybe this is because we haven't gotten far enough, Rich. This is why I wanted to make sure you're here. I don't understand the level of controversy yet that this game has circling around it because I haven't read any spoilers. I've thankfully managed to avoid them, and now that I've said that and when this podcast goes live, I'm going to get a DM from five assholes or some shit on my personal accounts. But I think... I don't understand that level of backlash that the game has received. And is it due to the beginning sequences of what's going on? No. Or have we not reached the points yet? You, I've, no. I've read that stuff. It's a lot about the trajectory the game takes. And it's dumb. People okay. are fucking okay. well, dumb. We can just leave it at that. Cause we can just leave it at that. Cause I don't, I don't want to spoil anything for people. I want people who haven't been spoiled yet to go into it with their own mindset. So that, that, that's the kind other, of the same for um, me. I just wanted to make sure don't that talk about the, that criti- again, the, the, the criticism that I wanted to make sure was not towards the beginning sections. And I was like, if, if, if this game is getting fucking review bombed because of that, then I, I have no hope for this planet, but I wanted to just make sure about that. You you have already seen some some of it, and some of it is like people, I think, 
I almost want to say more validly, but it's not valid either, concerned about the choice of where the story decides to go. To which I say, I understand being like apprehensive about like that's the kind of story they're going to try and tell, but I'm not. I wouldn't harp ju- judgment against that until you see how the story is delivered. I think that's a ridiculous thing. Um, the other thing is just people are terrible and people are morons. Well, that's the whole moral of The Last of Us, really. People are terrible and people are morons. So there you go. Big brain time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the uh, shit. So you don't want me to talk about yeah. the other characters? I just way too many people playing the game identify with the cannibals. I was really impressed how much, despite the actual leak, they were able to keep that under wraps. So I think it's maybe too early to talk about that. Okay, well, um, you, I'm. Whenever you guys experience the thing, uh, a very big thing that's going to happen shortly that sets the whole game in motion, let me know. Send me a private message because I. Well, I already know I what happens. I can send you a private message right now. <laughs> Damn it! No, but like the way it's done is so. I will say this for everyone who's like, this guy sounds a little negative. That whenever I experience the last thing that happened, like I was literally, like I literally was just laying awake in bed for like an hour, like fuck. Like just thinking well, about that was like probably because you stayed up till three in the morning. <laughs> it was like I gotta prepare for the podcast. I was just like, man, I was just thinking about all these different things, and it was just handled really well. And it was, you know, it was it was tough. I'm Not glad to hear com- that the execution of said thing is 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 notable. I'm I'm glad to hear that you you walked away from it going like, wow, they did a good job, and that, that oh, the execution. Honestly, that insane, makes me yeah. feel more excited to get to that point, and I might have to be really tired for work tomorrow. You. I would. I wish. I and even the the stuff that happens before that, like I said, with uh, you're very close to. There's an interaction with, on the couch. Like there's just conversations. There's some things that are just so realistic. It's so. It's not even just that they're realistic. That just they're just so endearing and interesting. And I just realized how much I really like Ellie as a character. Like I loved her in the first game, but like now that she's older, like she's just such a good character. I, I do she, like. I, there's some good callbacks to like her character stuff. Like early on, Joel. Uh, goes to like he's like oh Tommy told me this really like cheesy joke I meant to tell you and it's like a good callback to Ellie being into like cheesy dumb jokes and puns yes, I, yeah. I think in Left Behind there's a great sequence where you could spend like 20 minutes just like walking around this one area just reading through this joke book if you choose to do so Mm-hmm. It's 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 one of those things. Like I think I came away. The reason I was kind of on the other end of uh, what Shay was saying at the beginning is because like when I imagine them in this like dystopian world and their little communities, like dating and things like that that they're into. Like um, like they, a lot of a lot of them had never even been to a movie theater before back in the day. Like they were talking about that in one of the opening yeah, dialogue. Yeah, I remember. It. And like I imagine just like for for us, yeah, it might seem kind of silly and trite or like these teen romances and stuff but like for them that's like these are the last people on earth to a degree and, and you're in like your little community and all those things that's what like, i like about like, it yeah it shows yeah, you yeah. that since four years since the first game it shows you that to a degree at least for this you know section of the world this community they've built part of their life is returning to normal part of it has the like they, they have yes. time now for these trivial things which are cool. Yeah. It's because they get, she gets to live a little because, you know, she was just a little... Like, Ellie was a girl never really got to live a life. She was always on the run. She was... It was just a sad thing, and now she has... She was born degree, into that world, yeah. Uh, and I will say, one of the best uses of the of the guitar in video games in the intro, I really enjoyed that as a guitar player. That was cool. Um, that was a really cool <laughs> sequence. And oh, I also... Yeah. I also like how when you are doing this stuff right before the supermarket sequence... You, there's another character you're with and you guys are kind of talking about the experiences that Ellie has been able to have 
since she's come to that city, like watching cheesy eighties action movies with Joel. Like, I think that's really cool. It's like, Oh, she actually did get a taste of Mm -hmm. what a normal childhood would be with um, a father figure. And I think that's just, that's where I really actually started to enjoy the relationships that were being built in the beginning. Yeah. Her relationship with, in particular with, um, Adina is going to be primary. Um, I was waiting for you to call her Dinah or something weird. I also liked the little callbacks to like I guess like Ellie's like dirty side and stuff. Like there's a poster in her room in her house of uh that comic series you collected in the first game. Oh yeah. yeah. Um and one yeah. of the collectibles in this, I'm sure you guys have found the first one at this point, is like uh these superhero trading cards. Yep. Yeah, I I do already get yep. What was yep. he called? Tesseractor? Sure. Tesseractor or something. Uh, some like that. something like that. I yeah, yeah. we, we would have found the same one, Shay, because we're at about the same point. The 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 best lots of the best so far little Easter egg kind of thing is the employee of the month thing, and I won't say anything more than that. That way, those who want to find it can find it. That I I love that when I came upon that, I was like, that's fucking awesome. And then they actually turned it into something you could or could not do with it. So that's cool. Good amount of marijuana so far this game too. Yeah, that's why I love Eugene. that, that old man's well, bong was hilarious. You guys, you guys are going to like where that goes. And again, that's going to be an annoying conversation for people listening because they're probably way past that. But next week we'll be able to get into that more. So, um, yeah, well, uh, that should be – I'm looking forward to – I think that's the thing at the end of the day, Josh, that I think you'll be pleased with is like anything, everything you wanted from the story I think you're going to be more than happy with. I don't know how you're going to feel about the – combat and the other stuff honestly it has to be an improvement it's better it's an improvement i can promise you that because i mean that was the thing going through this last one trying to get ready for this is like every time you hear enemies it's just like oh god i've got to do this horrible combat again um and it's like I didn't know you didn't you disliked it that much from talking to you in the past. Do you think you dislike bad. it more now it's, because Well the issue okay. is that the combat works as a stealth game, but as soon as you get spotted, it's atrocious. Like the shooting is terrible, the like especially near the end of the game, you start to notice it a lot because the end of the game you're not fighting clickers, you're fighting enemies with assault rifles. And if you poke your head out at all, you just instantly take damage. Um, it's just horribly designed shooting combat in the first one. Um, Jeez. With a decent <laughs> stealth game kind of attached to it. Wait, so you gave me shit for saying that I wasn't sure if it was one of the best games ever, but now you're saying the combat is bad. It is. So are the, you... The shooting is bad. Um, so you, do you still think it's one of the best games ever, even though the combat is bad? I do. It's one of those things where, like, I think they're trying to get across that you should run and hide and, like, re-engage with stealth again. Mm-hmm. But that's also boring because it means fucking around and wasting a lot of time. Um, so, like, they were trying to they were trying to encourage a play style with the bad shooting. And it mm-hmm. it didn't do what they thought they were doing um, was the issue, I think. But do you think at the time we were probably all 
kinder to it because it was 2013. You Probably, know? It was, definitely. Because, because all cover shooters were not great at the time. So, Except Gears. Gears was great. No, Gears was tight, a tight third-person cover shooter. Yeah. But, like, basically all the other ones were just there. Um, and this was yeah. not so, as bad by comparison, but... It's no deadly premonition. No, it's <laughs> not. I mean, if you want to talk about gems, <laughs> if you guys want to do a bunch of LSD and play through Deadly Premonition. <laughs> That's one of my favorite games. I that still can't wait for two. Out in July. Yeah, we're, I bought yeah, the Switch two. version. Did you guys buy the Switch version? I've not gotten the Switch version uh, yet. I've been waiting I for can, two. Can to you come get a? Pl- out. Um, I might. I'll think about it. I'll I I bought it a while back, but I haven't started it yet because I've been thinking that might be uh, a stream game. <laughs> Yeah, and, and again, for people listening, I don't stream. want to think I'm too negative on it. I, I, it makes me. It's like a some of your parts game where, like, think of phenomenon games like Skyrim, right? The combat in Skyrim is not good, yeah. but the game is great despite the combat not being great, right? It's a yeah, yeah, it's, it's exactly the, the same sort of thing. It's like, like, oh, here's this other thing that is, is not great, but it's not. It's a it's means not to that an end. in the way either. It's the sum of the parts. Yeah, yeah it's not. Just yeah. That, like that one thing on its own. If that game was just a bunch of narrativeless combat sequences, you'd walk away going, "This game fucking sucks." Mm-hmm. You would, you know, no, seriously, you would. It would be unenjoyable. I do think that having the player, you know, because somebody was like, "Well, what if it was just a movie? Why don't you just make it a TV show?" Which you know, which HBO is trying to do. But I, I think that there is value in putting it in the player's hands, exploring the environments. I think that there is value in that more so than the combat. The combat, I can take or leave generally, but like having player agency to like explore the world i still think does give value to the story the, the thing that's almost interesting is josh i, I almost kind of i wanted to give you an answer on whether the shooting's better but i can't because every other aspect of the combat is that much better that i haven't really had the need to shoot yet mm. well and but again i promise you you're still well i know i'm gonna well, t- have to shoot at points yes not, i'm yes. not questioning that but like well, i've at this point i've done a fair amount of combat Okay. Okay. Well, even where I'm at, I'm just wondering, and maybe that the fact that you can take more of that approach is is a cool thing, like that you can take a lot more stealth, um, I to push that avenue because that would be nice, honestly, to never have to engage in those big firefights. Like, but I'm just saying, point, it seems the game's handing yeah. you like molotovs and stuff at that point, and I'm like, I don't need to use this at all. That would be counterproductive to what I'm trying to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious to see how the combat unfolds if they if they are able to keep it interesting. Um, cause I did get to a, a workbench already, but like, it was funny cause I couldn't, I've, I've been exploring every nook and cranny, but I got yeah. to the first workbench the and first I didn't have one enough had the same supplies sort to of situation anything, too, so. where like you don't have enough resources to upgrade anything for like the first several workbenches you get to. And then at the end you upgrade like five guns completely every time you come to a workbench. Yeah. Um, yeah. which yeah, like they could have doled that out a little bit more evenly it, in the first one it, so it sounds like it may be a similar situation here it, it could be but it's also my understanding of this game has a lot more of like okay you're in this kind of hub area now and there's a lot of optional areas to explore where you'll find a mm. lot of parts and stuff like that so it seems more like you're going to be able to improve that shit a bit more piecemeal or faster depending on how much you get up and go out and look for shit okay yeah that yeah. sounds I, honestly yeah as far as compelled, though, I can't wait to when this podcast is over. I'm gonna probably hide out in here and try. It, and depending on what time through. it is, I might try and get like another hour um, tonight. We'll be able to have a better conversation next week, and then there's something else that we can't talk about just yet. But if you're a last of saying, you'll probably enjoy it as far as conversation goes. Um, I have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, by the way, if you if you would like to support us, if if you don't hate us yet um, for our takes on The Last of Us and other games, you should definitely go to 
patreon.com slash swordchomp. Um, we promote this a lot on the Instagram and other places. You can help uh, support a smaller, growing, incredible community. We have a Discord you can get access to for a buck, a private Instagram page you can access for five bucks. Uh, we do Skypes for 20 bucks. It's, it's an, there's all sorts of amazing things you should check out. Patreon.com slash swordchomp. If you enjoy what we do, please support us. Like Rich said, when you hear your family. Um, definitely stealing that from them. From who? Olive Garden? Um, uh, what, who? I never, I'm not familiar with that. Right? We don't have an Olive Garden in Montana, Rich. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm pretty, I don't think Sonic the Hedgehog would go to Montana if they didn't have an Olive Garden. <laughs> well, the, the movie says otherwise. Uh, I saw it. Green Hills, Montana. Weirdly, I know we have a Montana in all, or, uh, Olive Garden. You have Garden a Montana in, Montana in your Olive Garden? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have one in my town. I actually heard that Montana was putting up to a vote to change the name of the state to Olive Garden. Mm. <laughs> Oh man, um, Montana. We, we did, when you um, hear your family, <laughs> uh, we we had we had some some comical but kind of um, funny poll questions this week to basically and give our listeners a chance to have a dialogue with us or to make fun of us or to agree with us. For example, Josh, for you as a joke, I did uh, a picture that said the best part of the presentation was the reveal for the Netflix machine remote that I now have. Um, the PS5 remote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and But 70% of our audience said, Josh, you silly, silly man. But 30% did agree with you. Yeah, 30% of, the, yeah. of those Netflix 30% machines are there. buying that Nailed thing it. for the remote. How? Yeah, right? <laughs> That's a good fucking remote. I'll tell you that much. Mm-hmm. The only way it could be wow. better is if it was like my air conditioner and the remote has like a little cubby on the machine it slides into. I'm not yeah. losing that. Uh-huh. It's true. Like honestly, you think that's a beatdown, but thirty percent for a remote—that's that's a victory in my book. Yeah. I would say it sounds I like just, a horrible defeat until you realize that thirty percent are getting this machine for a remote. <laughs> I I just like the idea of like a bunch of people watching that and they're like, I don't need this thing, and then the remote unveils and they're like, Fuck, I'm in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's a scary world to live in. But I mean, at the same time, there's people that are buying PlayStation Pros for just collection, like that. Yeah. You no, know. like. I went into it thinking, well, I'll buy one when Bloodborne 2 comes out. And so, they're like, but day you one. you saw Demon Souls. Day one. Like, all right, day yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? You got to drip feed one of those in for the hardcore people. I Man, I think that, that launch is, is starting to look more exciting. Ratchet, Spider-Man, Gran Turismo. They've since oh, confirmed, yeah. if you guys didn't know, that uh, the female Lombax is playable in that Ratchet and Clank game. Ooh. Inspired everyone's new favorite Twitter is the female Wombax playable. Uh-huh. L- love a love a good f- Wombax, I say. Um, Rich said, "Just give me the damn price already." Uh-huh. Fuck. Yeah, I don't care about anything else. Just tell me how much it costs. I still think it's bizarre agreed. that they announced different versions of the console and, and not the prices price of them. And didn't give a yeah. price. That was yeah. the most bizarre thing. That they I was that. kind of fucked up our bet though, right? Because we have a bet on how much it's going to cost. How do we do that with a digital and a regular version? <laughs> uh, I'd assume the, the version the with most the drive. Expensive. Yeah, the real one, the yeah. one that people are going to buy. I guess so. The real one. Oh, give me a well, well, but well, it, it is like that'd be like saying the the arcade version of the the Xbox <sighs> or whatever with, with Here's no a DVD hard drive. Player. Or, yeah. Here's a DVD right, player right. that only has an Amazon Prime app. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't well, even remember the price for that, though, that bet. 
Uh, I do because I dug it out like a crazy person, but basically whoever guessed the... It was like to pay to... for whoever won it to get cyberpunk, but I don't think that's even well, going to no, line was, up each of us point. were Each of us had to commit $50 to that person's PS5 fund. Uh, that's what it was. Was that it? For, yeah, I, don't I, don't know know why had, right. I don't know why I had cyberpunk in my head for that. Anyway. Yeah. Probably just because it was about you the same time. We learned about you hating Cyberpunk uh-huh. at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, so there's that there's that bet, and the other bet that I do know for sure now is uh, whichever game does better, like, sells more copies or does better financially between the remake of Final Fantasy VII and The Last of Us Two, the loser has to shave their head. And Rich and I were on the Final Fantasy VII remake side, and Morgan was no. on the Last of Us Two side. That was the Trump. That was a Trump getting elected president thing. You got that twisted around. God damn it, how many bets do we have? We've well, got that's fine. Like a because dozen if he wins, bets I was running kill at any given anyway. time. Yeah, and I was... Oh, man. I mean, let's... Come on, guys. Let's let's be real. At this point, with with the reviews and the sales, the pre-order records and everything going so far, I mean, let's 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 book that one. Are you guys letting that what? one go finally? Be real about what? With the Final Fantasy VII remake? No, certainly the last not. Of you? you guys no. letting that one go? No, I just told you no. It seems... Like, just by default, they were going to win because it's going to get pushed to next year. It seemed like it, didn't it? Yeah. No means no, guys. It's 2020. Come on. That's true. Um, 80% of the audience said yes. Where's the damn price? You know what? PlayStations, they're just playing games with us right now. And it's working. Quit playing games with my heart. With my heart. My heart. My heart. I can't remember. It's a really good thing that we're as Beautiful. bad at singing as we are. We're never going to get hit with copyright for that. It's so. the time. It's the timing is the only problem. Otherwise, Shay and I's harmonies are on fucking point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hey, thanks for getting my back, Rich. Rich, like, here's <laughs> yeah, the thing. No Before you came on this... Before you came on this podcast, I would do shit like that, and Josh and Morgan would stare at me incredulously, and I would have to ever, like, I would have to fucking encourage Fish to just join in sometimes. Like, and I really have to push him. But you, man, I'm eager to do it. You're there. You're there for me. Eager. I appreciate you. I love that word. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Shay said the KFC console is going to crush Sony into the oblivion. Um,. said finger licking. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's going to sell better Uh, than people think, dude. I'm telling you. I hear it has 11 (laughs) herbs and spices at launch. Well, that's the thing. Like, people are going to be so fucking curious. They're going to be like, like, what does this do? Like, what does this play? Like, fuck it. Like, you know how many fucking tech places and gamers are going to, like, want to get their hands on that even if it's for a collector's item or if it's to fucking stream off of it or just to make video content off of it it's gonna sell so much dude yeah i'm considering buying one like it's it's gonna sell better than people think okay all right all right it's gonna sell all it has to offer do you guys know the weird uh twitter thing with the kfc twitter account Mm, it, o- on. it only follows 11 people it follows six guys named herb and oh. all five of the spice girls yes oh that's just wonderful wonderful that's cute it's cute but it's like creative like, yeah I can't Im- imagine that. this imagine this okay i want you guys to imagine this for a minute we don't know exactly what games this console is going to play yet but a ima- let's pretend for shits and giggles 
that it can play Cyberpunk 2077 just for shits and giggles. Um, Seems unrealistic. Since we're already imagining that it exists, we may as well. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Shay's really pushing this joke. Mm -hmm. How's that Atari coming along? So imagine you're (laughs) you're playing Cyberpunk 2077, and all of a sudden you hear "ding" from your console, and you open this little tray. And then you grab a toothpick and you stab a nice, delicious popcorn chicken and eat it while you're playing Cyberpunk 2077 at the same time. You don't have to drive to KFC. You don't have to have it delivered to you. It's there already waiting for you. Now you're like, well, how'd you get the chicken there, dumbass? I was like, hey, you got a freezer, dumbass. Corporate loyalty. That's right. I love brands. Yum Foods. KFC's money, always looking out for the gamer of us all. And you too can be looked after if you buy the new KF console. Available soon, because I don't know when the release date is, but it will be available soon. And there's nothing better than to wash it down with a nice tasty Pepsi and some delicious Wrong. popcorn chips. A Mountain Dew Bob. I, get oh, your new KF console. Yum Foods. <sighs> I'm uh, you know, Yum Foods give us money. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I just recently discovered the finger licking good sauce, and it's amazing. I gotta tell you, that finger licking good sauce from KFC. You mean gravy? No, no. The, fing- no, the finger licking good sauce. I just wanted to make you never say it. it again. So good. But and yeah, you know what? Nothing it. goes better with that finger licking good sauce like a nice, what? warm, buttery biscuit, which you can get at all your local KFCs. Mm, actually, you want honey butter for that. You want Here delicious you chicken honey. tenders. How do Pickles, you think spicy mayo on a bun? Honey. No, you want the, you want to get the honey stuff. No, they give you those no, honey they're about fifty percent butter. They're buttermilk biscuits, Morgan. Yeah, yeah, but I put extra butter on there. So does every other American. You don't butter your biscuits. You don't butter your biscuits. That's <laughs> Is that, that a euphemism? Point? Do you butter your biscuits? I'm telling you, melt, get you put a hot butter on there with guys, that honey guys, sauce. Guys, we're getting, we're oh. getting, guys, we're getting no, sidetracked. No, don't here. do that because that honey sauce is just corn syrup. I do like that he Filled noted he sadness. called it honey sauce, implying that he does know it's not honey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like even even <laughs> he, this, he, this, yeah. this honey, this gelatinous honey goo that you put on. It is gelatinous. Oh, it's fucking straight gelatinous. It is it straight really gelatinous. Is. And if you want to taste some of that delicious goodness, head down to your local KFC, where you'll also be able to pick up your KF console. I'm gonna find a Yum Foods. Give us money. Pokemon now. I'm hell bent on finding a gelatinous Pokemon. All right. Um, you know what, guys? I think. Last thing I truly am going to say about this jokes aside, we should definitely, definitely, definitely try and get a free KF console from one of them. I want a free one. We are sitting here marketing that motherfucker. You go ahead and try that. Let's try. I'll I'll help Uh you, Shay. I'll be on that project with you. Whether it's fake or real, here's the thing. Whether it's fake or real, now we're going to make it real. That's the thing we're doing here. We're going to push it on them. We're going to make them give us one for free, and it better have a fucking year's supply of popcorn, chicken, and butter milk biscuits. Ship it's it to Japan. To Give it to me now. I fucking want it. I'm marketing it for you. Give it yep. to Order me. Order in the court. Order in the court. You're going to be everybody's God. favorite come Christmas. <laughs> All right. So. Dude, like, here's the thing. I'll, fuck, I'll fucking hype anything up if it's in my benefit. I will no. That's not true. I will hype almost anything up. Not any. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna staple my logo on Shay's initial statement. I'll hype up anything. 
Mm. Anything. No, you won't, Rich. Well, if it, I'm starting a... This guy thinks I've got morals and integrity. <laughs> I want... Uh, we'll talk about it off the air. We'll talk about it off okay. the air. Hype up my death training podcast, Rich. You're gonna do I that? T- you know, Shay was right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is across the line. Like, uh, we were having right, a fun so... time, and you just had to come and make it sad. <laughs> well, yep. fun is a... Uh, Perspective. F is uh, it for says fun, here, friends um, who do stuff it together. It was fun for seventy-five percent of the people here. <laughs> That's a good. Hey, seventy-five percent is a good number. That's about how many people told you guys you were wrong about the Final Fantasy VII versus Last of Us Two. Well, I mean, they don't know. Boom! They're not experts. They don't know what they're talking about. Uh, okay, so I said digital PS5 for me. Physical copies are for the birds. Cheaper too, as far as the console is supposed to be, potentially a hundred dollars cheaper. Ye- you know um, what's crazy? Say, you know what's crazy about that is speaking of birds, you can cook your birds in the new KF console with your popcorn. Che- <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Yum foods, give no, us money. You know, you know what? Oh, seriously, on that note, Shay, did you ever like birds get the shaft, right? You're either bird brained or it's for the birds. How like, did we get here? All the all the negative connotations have to do with birds. What are the, I don't know. Everybody up. in the sixties seemed to love birds. <laughs> The early bird. If you're flipping I mean, someone the bird, it means fuck you. It's just uh, birds are just. I think you're with forgetting that. about the uh, the preeminent phrase of early bird gets the worm. Yeah, but I think that's also why do you want worms? Because no no one wants to wake up early. I totally uh, do. Every- I woke up at five thirty this morning and it was on a yeah, Saturday. I love waking up early. Person. It, oh, I've I, I hate that. It always leads suck, me in suck my that bird very pussy. important um, bird pussy. <laughs> well, there was lag there, so all I heard was bird pussy, and I don't know what the context was. But I do oh, know that Josh there's turned no away horror. There's, you don't need any. The context context was <laughs> suck my bird pussy. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that, that's a little better. Um, 56% of the audience told me to go to hell, which is surprising. Surprisingly low, yeah. It's almost fifty fifty. What's with people not wanting digital? I don't understand the resistance to digital I'll media. I'll explain it to you first off. Um, you're paying for a license that can be pretty much pulled away from you at any time without yeah. notice. Um, also, not everyone lives in a place where downloading everything is realistic or the best move to get it. Uh, exactly secondly, what I was going to say. I just prefer to have physical media when I can. That was your but third. That was your third one, Rich. Not your second one. Isn't well, that a bit hypocritical was... though? Because you and Josh are like big PC gamers, and everything you get on well, Steam and all those other PC yeah. places you're, are you're right, only digital. But that's the only option. Yeah. Well, but I'm saying that's a that's a probably the majority of your gaming library me, is. Yeah, but that doesn't make me hypocritical. If I had a physical option for PC, I'd gladly take it. The uh, that market is basically dried up, just because there's. PC gaming was kind of the first to adopt patching the fuck out of everything. Mm-hmm. So the discs meant nothing. The disc is basically just where the DRM lived. Um, and people realized that, and so they stopped printing the discs because they make more of a markup by not printing the discs. Um, that said, I still prefer physical for consoles for the most part. I'll get digital on Switch because it's a whole lot easier to carry around the entire collection with me. I'll get. Did you buy a physical Last of Us 2, the one that wasn't working? I did not. 
Aha. Well, I haven't bought physical recently I... because it's not that easy to go to a store anymore. Yeah. That's kind of where I was there. Well, and that could be the future, Rich. <laughs> we, we, That's we really move. bleak. Well, maybe. But yeah, most of my Perfect. PS4 games are digital, or are, are, are not digital. Rather. Huh. Yeah, same here. Like, most Mostly of my, most of my other games are digital. Like, basically everything on PC is digital. Most of the stuff on Switch is digital, other than a couple games that I got for, like, the bundle that I got when I bought the thing. Um, so, like, Breath of the Wild permanently lives in the console, and other than that, everything's digital. Um, yeah, no, that's the same way for me, too. I mean, I like having both. I mean, I don't want to restrict people's options. If you like physical, God bless you, but I'm just, for me, I was like, yeah. If, especially I switch it's, games a lot. Yeah, and it's easier it's, than like getting up, changing the disc. Yeah. Um, I just really prefer that. that pers- Plus this version of the console, if it is $100 cheaper. Here's my one concern though. I will say this. If, depending on how good the backwards compatibility is. Um, it's going to be worth it to have the, uh, the other the one. If, if 100%. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. If it has, yeah, if it has it's good backwards compatibility. probably going to have most of the PS4 libraries, my thinking. But, like, most of those games I own digitally, so. I could just re-download them from the store. Well, that, that's I'm a talking different about, scenario like, for you. older games. Like, most yeah, of yeah. that, I don't think it's going to support older games, I, like people were saying at first. I think if that were the case, they would have been talking about it already. Yeah, I think they would have as well. I also think it's ridiculous that they don't, because they can emulate those older Chips the PS3 is basically nothing. the only thing. The yeah. PS3 is the only thing that would give them a hard time. Yeah, that's that's literally the only console that would be an issue. So it would be awesome if it could support PS2, PS1. That'd be phenomenal. But like we were just saying, like I don't think anyone it do- cares enough other than like the super hardcore. So <laughs> the it's, two of us. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it for them. But also, I don't think it's that hard for them. N- yeah, no, nor do I. And it just to me at this point, I go if that were a feature, they would be out toting that already. They would have. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think at that conference, like they would have walked out with a PS2 case and like put the disc in and had it boot up and had everyone be like, "Holy shit!" Like yeah. to me, the the thing to show off that was I always thought the scene would be this is how I'd paint it if I worked at Sony. They walk out and they're like, "We're gonna show you how backwards compatibility works." And they take a PS4 copy of Final Fantasy VII remake and put it in and show it boot up and everybody goes, "Yeah." And then they take out Final Fantasy VII for the PS1, and they put that in and show that boot up. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Anyways, well, I, I like that there's both to each. Whatever makes you happy is fine. But for me, like, well, I went through a sabbatical where I had to, a difficult point in my life where I had to get rid of, sabbatical is not the right word. I'm sorry. Um, emotional sabbatical, maybe, where I had to sell a lot of my older emotion? games. <laughs> I did sell a lot of my older games. We did find the word of the week, though. To out survive. Of this yep. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I did sell uh, sell a bunch of my older games to like kind of make some money when I didn't have a job for a while and that kind of helped me get used to like okay I'm a dad three kids I don't need all these games lying around I sold a bunch of them and like it was like a trust fall like I was able to just let go of that I need to own these physical copies and uh, and I've been liberated from that anxiety um, so that that's my personal story but to each their own. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say oh, we got liberated. I'd say it's manifested itself in other ways. Would probably be more accurate. Would you guys think less of me if I was staring yes. at a copy of a physical game I had and it was ten feet away, but I didn't want to go up and get it, but I saw it on sale for ten dollars, so I thought I could just buy it digitally again. Yes, I would be. So I don't. Have to- <laughs> 
<laughs> set yeah. up the stand, walk over and pick it up. You're, you're, you're very. That's the most. <laughs> Come on, Rich. I thought you'd relate to that. The you're most, the king of laziness. God the most damn it, Rich. Financially irresponsible thing I've ever heard. <sighs> but I, that's right up your alley. What happened here? You're the king I of. Look at the switch I, version. I mean, like, no, we're. What the hell? <laughs> I, I do agree with you, though, Josh, as much as you have the digital Switch copies, because those tiny little games and. Uh, yeah, like, it's they, funny. They're so delicious, though. I just keep them under my tongue. Like, it's. They are I tasty. do that because it's a pain to switch them out, but also, I've got a case that can hold, like, eight different cartridges anyway. So it's not a big deal. It's just that. Most of what I own on there is indie stuff anyway that never came out on cartridge. Like, most of it only is digital. Yeah. And since I've already got most of the collection there, I just kind of went, you know, digital with basically the rest of it. Well, that's the thing. If you're like a half and half person, like I couldn't have bought that Final Fantasy fishing game in physical media. Mm -hmm. It does not exist. I had to get a digital version. So, like... Even if I was committed to having physical copies, it would just irritate me that some of those games I love had to be digital, and then mm-hmm. I would be driven mad by that, and that's why I've probably just said, fuck it, you know? Yep. Anyways, uh, two quick uh, poll. We're doing this fun thing to get patrons randomly involved picking polls where they can. If you support us, patreon.com slash swordshop, we give you a chance to maybe uh, run a fun poll for our audience. And, you know, thousands of... Uh, Followers and listeners can vote on anything you want, really, within reason. Um, and I had two. I didn't. We didn't do ours last week because we just got sidetracked with uh, Rich taking off. So I apologize. Um, but I wanted to jump in here and do those really quickly. And one of them was pretty unique. Uh, one of our good friends and listeners and patrons, uh, just Sai, good friend Sai, uh, asked about potentially doing a first-person Kirby game, which I thought was. I would never guess in a million years that that was his question. Um, he said, if they made a first-person style Kirby game for the Switch, would you be down? I think it would be really great if they did it. Vacuuming up a character in first person would be amazing to see all the steal all the powers that and then use them. Um, and Sai, if it makes you feel any better, because I've lost my fair share of polls, and so has uh, Rich and, and Shay. They've lost more polls than anyone. Not me. I don't um, think so. F- 53% of Roddy. <laughs> I don't recall that. <laughs> 53% of our audience said no, they would not be down for a first-person Kirby game. Hmm. I- I'm making a first-person Kirby game, I've decided. I would never uh, ask for it, but as soon but as I saw it. it, I would instantly play it. <laughs> that yeah. is, that's called, that's called VR. VR porn. That's mm. called VR porn. First-person wow. Kirby game is VR porn. Mm. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, you're not wrong. You sit down, people go inside you. Um, exactly. Yep. There's a lot of really swallowing wide. involved. They're, they're, <laughs> There's some very specific caveats I want to have for it, which are, it's basically a first-person shooter. It's basically Wolfenstein 3D, but you're Kirby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the perspective is important, too, because all the other characters should be full-on humanoid, and you should be about a foot off the ground, because you're fucking Kirby. Mm-hmm. When your belly should be in the vision. Like, half the screen should just be your belly. That's so not how be, like, Kirby's annoying. vision works, so no, it shouldn't. Because Kirby's, how does Kirby's, Kirby's vision Kirby's a singular orb with eyes on it. He, there's no way for him to see his belly. He doesn't have. What do you mean? He doesn't have a belly. Look at how Kirby's body works. How he can't see any of his body. I, I, I guess you're right. Hold on. Let me pull out Kirby's anatomy. I here. can't believe you need to pull out a picture to confirm this. Please don't pull out uh... Kirby's anatomy. <laughs> he needs it. 
Uh, yeah, I guess you're saying it doesn't really protrude out in a way that would. Yeah, yeah he's just yeah. a ball. Uh, yeah, he's just a he's just a ball. You're right. Just while ball. you while you're looking you could, it up, can... let let me play a sound of my people really quick. Mm. <laughs> oh. oh my, <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> Sir? Yeah, it's getting a little hot and heavy in here. <clears throat> uh, I thought this Excuse was a good me. one. So sorry. This is a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, as oh, summer sets man. in, do you care if I start uh, doing recording this podcast uh, via my laptop from my pool? <laughs> Sounds like a good plan. <laughs> but, but the acoustics are great. Um, last one here. This is from our good friend uh, F- uh, Fletch. And uh, he said... Does the influx of PlayStation games being ported to PC hurt the value of the PlayStation ecosystem? And 77% of our audience said, no, they do not feel like it does. Not at this point. Not at this point. Um, Yeah, a lot of the the exclusives uh, have been slated to come to PC. Like there's there's mm-hmm. been a few of them coming timed so exclusives, far. Timed exclusives, yeah. Timed, yeah. Well, not just timed. Stuff that was like initially thought to just be exclusive, like Horizon coming to PC. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it makes sense to have those open up. Timed exclusives make way more sense. Just period. They do. Well, they um, make sense in the set point of like now you have a chance to sell this piece of software to someone that clearly was not going to buy that box anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's not money lost at that point. Exactly. And if the point is trying to get somebody to buy a new box, well, that's only going to happen if you're reaching new people. Well, yeah, so, it's the person who goes and plays Horizon on PC and goes, mm-hmm. now I can't wait for Horizon 2. I will not yep. wait. I'm going to mm-hmm. buy a PS5. That's well, the market they're trying to that. capture. Yeah. You guys are right, but you have to also remember that people are impatient. Like, the amount of people I know, well, no, like I mean, me, the, that were there the at 1001 like, last night to buy that game because, like, you don't want to wait another second. Mm-hmm. The idea that you have to wait six months to play it on a PC, even if you have both, like people are impatient. They don't want to wait. They don't want to wait until no one's talking about the game anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's human nature. Yeah, I think that's so. why it's a better idea than just strictly exclusive games for the most part, because more people get them, more people are going to want to then get the console so they don't miss out on the next one um, yeah. before it's, you know, everyone's already finished talking yeah. about it. So. I think that's just it. Like it's you're capturing a market that wasn't gonna buy the box anyway, and might go, "Oh, that game seemed cool, but I was never gonna buy a PS4, but now I can play it, so I'll buy I, it." I, mm-hmm. Yes, I think it's smart to eventually release them. Like games like uh, Horizon and Death Stranding are gonna get a bigger audience than they than they otherwise would have. Like mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that have already messaged me, like ah, I'm probably gonna try that stupid Death Stranding game on PC when it ever fucking comes out, but it keeps you know it keeps getting delayed. And Horizon and all those things, yeah, and delayed. you could potentially it's grow your market to where. No, the, um, I don't know about Horizon, but I, I haven't Horizon heard that is not. I don't think. Yeah, they're not. Um, but like, think about it. If you like, you could fall in love with those games and then be like, shit. Well, maybe I am going to pick up this PlayStation Five and play these things earlier, so they could have cross pollination there too. So it's interesting. Um, great question though, Fletch. Honestly, I thought it was a good question. And a seventy-seven percent from our audience is a huge number, and they're just a resounding like, no, that's not going to hurt the ecosystem. So that's cool. Um, great questions from both of our patrons and friends. I thought those were a lot of fun. And uh, it's been a long time, so let's get the fuck out of here. I want to thank Shay for being here from Japan, Rich from New York, Josh from Michigan. Of course, I'm General Mountain Time, Morgan in Montana. And we'll be back next week to hopefully fight some more about God knows what else. But we'll have a lot more Last of Us to talk about. Um, 
and all sorts of other games too. It's gonna be it's gonna be good stuff. So um, yeah, I was gonna say, can you play yeah. us out, Shay? Do you got do you got the sound to to send us off? Send us off into the horizon. I could do a I facsimile can. if you can't pull it up. Uh, no, 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 Rich, my, by all means, my sweet stallion. You don't have to pay for those sounds, right? Those are public domain. They're public. Domain. What do you What do you mean? That was all me. <laughs> that was all rich this whole time. Uh, thank you again. Um, we'll see you next week for an all new chunk. I know.